We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. AM860, the answer. WGUL, you need Online at am860theanswer.com. It's time for the home team on AM860, the answer. The home team is brought to you in part by the Laranaga Law Firm. By New American Mortgage, call 727-637-2341 for the lowest rates in town. By Shoot Straight, with locations on both sides of the bay. By the Palm Pavilion on Clearwater Beach. And by Mahoney's Auto, 4040 54th Avenue in St. Petersburg. And now, here he is. The arena voice of the Tampa Bay Lightning, the Orlando Magic, and the Tampa Bay Storm. And the press box voice of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Paul Porter. Man, he's, uh, he looks like he's in it for already. You know, uh, he sits in that pocket, delivers that ball. Um, he knew the offense in one day. <laughs> Crazy. And, uh, you know, he's a great teammate and he's fun to be around. There you have the assessment of Mike Evans on uh, Jameis Winston, the uh, new quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, as training camp officially opens in about three and a half hours from now, 2.30. Weather permitting, of course, the Bucks will have their first practice at one Buccaneer place. It is open to the public, free and open to the public. Gates open at 1.30, and the first practice starts at 2.30. And uh, lots of Bucks talk today as we've been waiting for this day. Training camp is finally here. It seems like it's been a, a long, arduous offseason. Well, I'm always waiting. Yes. <laughs> Crowd is happy. Very nice. Yeah. I'm happy. Yeah, uh, I'm always waiting for football season, it seems, and then it uh, finally gets here, and then it, it always seems to go by too quickly, but I'm thrilled it's here. I Absolutely. mean, fo- football is uh, one of my great passions. I know that. I know that. And we'll talk a lot of football today. Going to talk some baseball as well, as uh, the trading deadline has come and gone in Major League Baseball, and the Rays with a blockbuster trade yesterday. Uh, sending Kevin Jepson to the Minnesota be, be, be Twins. Nice, be nice now. For uh, a couple of prospects. and Those uh, prospects, maybe they'll, they'll turn out to be blockbusters. Yeah, Who knows? Maybe. Then they'll trade them. Left-handed prospects. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then when they get good, they'll trade them. Yeah. So, uh, But anyway, we'll talk uh, some Rays baseball. Yeah, that, was and, a, boy, uh, that was an ugly game last night. Very sloppy. Yeah, I, I think it's kind of what happened when, I don't want to <laughs> say they've, they've packed it in, but I think they're kind of, they're eight games out, they're in, fourth place now in the mm. American League East, and I think they've kind of said, okay, they didn't do anything. Blue Jays went out and got David Price. Uh, the Rays traded Kevin Jepson. Well, whether whether they, they were – Or, or David, David DeJesus, DeJesus, yeah. Is Mike's, is his mic on uh, Ace? Okay, all right. Uh, I, I couldn't hear John at all there, but maybe it's just because uh, Ace is booming through. But, or, Boom. Just, yeah. There we go. There That's we better. Go. I can't right, hear much now. better, yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, but we'll, we'll talk about the, the Rays some today, too. <laughs> Let me give you the numbers if you want to join us. As always, 289-1860 in Hillsboro. Toll free anywhere else at 877-969-8600. Uh, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, Blockbuster fight tonight. 
Oh yeah, you know, you know, yeah. Danny Garcia versus Paulie Malinaji. Oh, I thought it was Ronda Rousey and that other. Opponent. Well, you know that's true, but I, I don't, I don't follow the, the MMA as much, so I'm, I'm more, you know, I'm traditional boxing. But yeah, uh, uh, nine o'clock on ESPN is part, part of the the Premier Boxing Champion Series. Oh, that's a must see. What's the it guy's is. name again? Uh, uh, Danny Garcia is the champion. He's right. undefeated. He's he's one of the best fighters in the world, I think. Uh, he's fighting a uh, Paulie Malinaji, former champion. Paulie Malinaji. Ma- Ma- Malinaji. Malinaji. He's a good fighter. He's he's from Brooklyn. And he's uh, a, uh, uh, a well, good Brooklyn's kid from a, the neighborhood, huh? You're yeah. going to be watching that on your ESPN app while you're calling the Storm game tonight, right? <laughs> oh, no question. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, that's definitely what I'll he's be doing. He's a good commentator, though, now. Pauly Malinaji. He's, uh-huh. But he's, uh, you know, he's stepping out from the, the announcer's booth to, to fight. Probably makes a good pizza, too, I'm huh? sure. Probably oh, makes a good well, pizza. a name like that, you better Malinaji's believe Malinaji's pizza. Yes, yeah, yes. And from Brooklyn. Yeah. So they, they do make good pizza. Well, we're going to talk a lot of bucks today. And uh, I, for one, and I want to get your opinion, John and Jason and Ace, and uh, even Joe Weaver is uh, down in the uh, the caves of the uh, Salem Empire here, way down there, uh, filling out, uh, answering phone calls. But he says he'd like in. to talk, though. So yeah. Good morning, gents. Yeah. 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 There we can hear him. Good morning, Mr. He, he Weaver. He emerged from the cave. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you can't see me, but I'm definitely here. <laughs> Kind of like your conscience. You yeah. know, you can't see it, but Sounds it's, like it's it. definitely there. I like that analogy. That's a good one. Yeah, there you go. Geez, a Jiminy Cricket. Well, just uh, may- remember, we can't do our uh, 17 seconds of silence today to uh, set off Joe's alarm. That's Well, there's an oldie but Joe's a goodie. Here, yeah. mm-hmm. but, but anyway, I uh, want to get your opinion on this. I, for one, <coughs> am happy that the Buccaneers have come out and said Jameis Winston is the starter. Let's not fool around with Mike Glennon and and knocking out the vendors in the in the uh, stands and let's just give the job to Jameis and let's see what he can do. I mean, they're basically saying we're all in. We're gonna put put the money on the table. We think Jameis Winston can do it, and we want him to be the starter. We want him to know he's the starter. We want him to know that. He is going to be out yeah. there against Marcus Mariota in week one, regardless of what happens in training camp, regardless of what happens mm. in the preseason. Sounds like what they did last year with Josh McCown. Look how that worked out. Yeah, I'm going to split hairs with you. I think they have named him number one quarterback in camp at the top of the depth chart. I don't think they've named him opening day starter yet. Well, he, he that's could, a formality. Uh, it, it could if be. If he gets hurt. If he gets he hurt, if, uh, if he doesn't play well, if he gets nervous, he doesn't play well, they, uh, Glennon could play off the charts. They, he's the number one at the top of the depth chart. He could lose it. I mean, you're coming in. I don't in. think so. Well, I, I disagree with you. I don't think he could lose it. He could. Uh, injury. Injury is the only way that he could lose it, I yeah. think. I, I think that their mindset is... They haven't is, named him the uh, starter. They named him the number one quarterback. He'll be taking the first string reps. That's all I'm saying. He probably will start, but he could lose it. Well, well that's, and, I, and I could win the lottery tonight, Well, too, but, you but, know, uh, but see, this is, this is what... Chances are better of me winning the lottery, I think. This is what concerns me, though, and, it, and I am in part basing this on last year. You know, he, he went with, with uh, Josh McCown. McCown played lousy. Mm. McCown played lousy to start the season, uh, he was injured. But that's how better Glenn got out. Jameis Winston or Josh McCown? Uh, I Probably Jameis Winston. Okay. Probably. probably. I haven't seen Jameis Winston play uh, in the pros yet, in no, the NFL. No one has. And what he did in college, that's in the past now. Okay, mm-hmm. to me right now, that's irrelevant. But that's all we have to go with. That's all we have to go on. But, but I'm saying we've seen it before where great college quarterbacks don't make it in the NFL. 
So I'm not going to jump to any conclusions. I'm going to wait and see what we get with Jameis Winston. But see, my take on and naming him the starter, I think that's a big mistake. Mm. I think you wait to the preseason. And, and, and listen, you, you, you want to let him start in the preseason a game? Maybe let Glennon start in the preseason a game. My point is, wait and see how they play in the preseason before you name your opening day starter. And, if, and you know what? If he looks better in preseason and he earns the right to start, he's your starter. End of story. But what if he doesn't look that good? What if he, he had a lot of interceptions last year at Florida State? What if in the preseason he's turning the football over left and right? You really want him to be out there opening day? I'll, I'll respond to that in a moment because my answer might surprise you. But, Ace, I want to get your thoughts on this. Uh, uh, are you happy or not happy that the Buccaneers have said that Jameis Winston is the man? I don't know. I think I have a little bit of mixed feelings on it. I think part of it is, if, if I think if, if the way John says it probably makes the most sense in the fact that they're just saying, hey, you know what, he's going to take the first team reps as of right now. I don't know if I totally agree with that because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, Jameis has not taken a single snap in the NFL, whereas Mike Glennon has a lot more NFL experience. So I, I think it's a little bit strange that right out of the gate they said, you know what, Jameis, you're going to be our number one guy. So I'm a little bit confused at that at the same time it does as a Buccaneer fan I am more excited about training camp knowing that Jameis is is the uh is their guy for at least the time being keeping in mind we're only on to one o'clock Mr. Weaver uh what (laughs) what are your thoughts on uh, whether (laughs) whether or not uh, the Bucs made a right decision by saying that Jameis is the guy certainly uh I think it's absolutely 100% the right move I I I, no hesitation I think provided um that there is a commitment to Lovey Smith and Jason Light that they're not going to get the the rug pulled out from underneath of them at the end of this season, allowing for some new coach to come in and decide that he doesn't like Jameis, uh, thus forfeiting any of the the training that happens as a result of him playing this year. I think it's the right move. I mean, look, as a result of the new CBA, these, uh, you know, backup players don't get nearly as much a chance to play as they typically have in the past when they were able to practice more. So you really don't get reps, especially at the quarterback position, unless you're in there playing. They invested a first-round pick on this kid, and I think that it makes all the sense in the world to go all the way with it, again, provided that we're not going to blow this whole thing up at the end of the year. I totally agree. I, I, I Joe summed it up uh, perfectly as far as how I feel. And to your <laughs> point, Jason, about – the fact that, uh, what was it? It was so long ago. What was your point again? Mm-hmm. I, had well, to, I had to go through the, uh, well, the Joe Weaver well, diatribe. My, well, my before. point is I, I think whoever plays better in the preseason okay. should be the opening day starter. I think it should okay. be based on how they play in the preseason. My thought is this, and, and Joe kind of touched on it, and that is they are going to go with Jameis Winston, good, bad, or indifferent. They've invested the number one pick in the entire draft in this guy. He is going to be the quarterback. Let's not fool around with having a competition between two guys. Let's not take reps away from Jameis Winston that he could be getting in the preseason and in in training camp. Let's set him as the number one guy. Mike Glennon is the backup. Glennon is basically there if Winston gets hurt. And and from and they move forward and Winston is the guy, even if they go zero and three, zero and four, zero really? and five. I think Winston will remain the starter you know, uh, because he is the what what the whole all the chips are in on him. Well, let me let me ask this question then: What is more important, 
winning football games or having Jameis Winston as your starting quarterback? Having Jameis Winston as your starting quarterback, big picture. That And, and I'm looking at the big picture. But, yes, they may take their lumps in the first half of the season, maybe even the whole season. But even if this team goes 2-14 and 14 again under Jameis Winston, I think really? everything is as is. Well, and Jameis Winston remains the quarterback. Well, then I'm, I'm, I'm going to be writing letters as a Buccaneer fan because, to me, that's unacceptable. This team has been bad for a long time. They've made bad decision after bad decision from hiring coaches, GMs, players they brought in be it through the draft or through free agency. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, want this, I want to see a difference. I want to see a winning football team. Well, we and all if do. It's James, okay, but if it's but James you have Winston, to take steps to get there. It doesn't just happen overnight. I understand that, but the, the, my point is, what if Mike Glennon is a better quarterback than Jameis Winston? He might be. He okay. might be right now. But long-term, Jameis Winston is going to be the guy. Okay, long-term. But what if he's not ready? I don't want... you got to get him ready. How is he going to get ready sitting on the bench? He's well, going to he get ready learn. by being in there getting reps. Well, he can st- – okay, but then, then if, the, if the team suffers because of it, if he's turned they the football over, to. they may have to. Uh, Paul, that's ridiculous, okay? That's ridiculous. I'm going to go to – when I go to the stadium, I want to watch a good performance. I want the team to win. Now, if Jameis Winston uh, gives them the better chance to win, which he may very well be – uh, he may do that, uh, then, yes, he should be the quarterback. Uh, but if he's not ready and Mike Glennon gives him a better chance to win, I want Mike Glennon because I want the team to win. Here's an, here's another – at least to me, here's another issue to be brought up with this as well is that offensive line is such a huge question mark to me. Exactly. Um, I'm worried about the long-term investment. I, I, I'm with you, big picture. I want Jameis Winston. I feel like he, he will put the Buccaneers in a better position to win long-term. Uh, what happens if this offensive line looks terrible? Because if that's the case, I really don't want to throw Jameis out there and get the tar be, beat out of him on, on a weekly basis because we've seen quarterbacks in the past where their confidence was just gone after the first year or two because they never could get the ball out of their hands. I think Jameis Winston is the kind of guy that will not lose confidence. I think he might get frustrated. I think he might get angry if he's not having success. But – and. I, with his size, I mean, remember, th- this is not a little um, 5'10", 180-pound guy. This is a 6'4", 250. I mean, this is a, 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 some people have a compar- big guy. Some people have compared him to Roethlisberger because he is, he's mm-hmm. kind of almost got the same size as Roethlisberger. So I don't see him getting beat up a whole lot. Uh, he may throw some interceptions trying to get rid of the ball, but I, I don't see him getting beat up a whole lot. But I, I like the idea that the Buccaneers are saying, we're not going to fool around with this. He's the guy. He's the one that's going to play. This this is our number one pick, and we're going to go all in with him. Even if the offensive line isn't the greatest offensive line, well, we got to get this guy in here, get him some NFL reps. John, see, John, John, you're yeah, laughing over there. I here. think, I think th- if they win six games, they'll have won three times as many games Correct. last year. Yeah. And if Jameis doesn't get it done in preseason and they just want to put him out there to get him ready and they're going to get him ready in another 2-14 and 14 season, they're just going to tear people up. It's just not going to be good. They have to put the best team on the field at any time to Thank try you. to win these fans back. And if Jameis is, he's the guy, then that's great. But yeah, I'm not going to throw him out there to get him ready because they put a first-round draft pick on him. Uh, half the free agents 
Giants last year, they had to pull them halfway through the season because they weren't playing. They didn't step up, and they let them go. I'm not trying to get them ready on the field. All right, let me let me ask you this then. Okay. You sit him on the bench for a year. How much better is he next year if he doesn't play this year? I, I didn't say sit him on the bench. I said you got to give him the best opportunity to compete. And if that's putting him against Mike Glennon, yeah, in the old days when Unitas and uh, uh, all the quarterbacks, all that, they would sit for two or three years before they would even get in the game. And they would get better by watching and learning and practice and, and preseason before they even came in the game. It's a different ball game now uh, from, from 20, 30 years ago. Terry Bradshaw and those guys. So – I don't think he's going to get better sitting on the bench. I think you do need reps, and absolutely need reps. But are we going to sacrifice him getting reps in another 2-14 and 14 season? I don't think so. Well, ask yourself this question, John. Do you think that the Indianapolis Colts regret going 3-13 and 13 in, what was it, 2000 or 2001? Whatever year that was, I guess it was 1998, Peyton 2000. Manning's uh, rookie season. I mean, that I mean, they, that was, you know, they put a rookie quarterback in there, and the Colts got beat up and beat down, but that led to the winningest decade in yes, football history. A, a great point, but I would I would argue, and Jason can help me here, what was their record before that season? Were they 3-13, and 2-14? and 14? They had a bad, yeah, I think they were like 3-13. and 13, they were, uh, So they had back-to-back 3-13 and 13 seasons. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And that's what we would have to have if, if for that to eventuate the same year. Now, putting him in there doesn't necessarily equate to 3-13, and 13, but if it does, is the long-term benefit to that worth the pain that we would have to suffer this year? Also considering that we would get another really high draft pick next year you're assuming that he's the answer you're assuming and well we're no, the no pun intended i know i yeah i mentioned that that worked out well but but no 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 he's <laughs> looking for his rim shot there Thanks, yeah. you're assuming though that that he's going to be a great quarterback and he may very well be but he also there's a, a chance he could be a bust well that's entirely true but this team just invested the first pick in the draft on this kid and yet i mean look whether he is or he isn't they have to invest at least at least 3 solid years to determine whether or not he is or he isn't and okay. I, look mm-hmm. he's got the talent I agree. that's well, not, I just that's think not it's a different fly. fan base down yeah. here than it is in Indianapolis and after if you go 2 and 14 2 and 14 2 and 14 well, he's our guy he's our guy he's our guy especially since we've been horrible for yeah. a long time we've had one winning season uh, since uh, you know, since they well, fired Gruden, and if do you, you really back- think, John, that they're going to go two and fourteen three years in a row? With James well, Winston, that's, that's, quarterback. That's Joe's let's, argument. Okay, let's say, let's okay. say, no, no, let's, let's, I don't see that. Let's I'm say they go five. Pitching. Let's say they go five and eleven. Let's right? say they go five and eleven or six and ten. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, be, I'd, I'd be happy with 11. that. You, you'd be happy. I'd Three be very, times as you'd many You'd be wins. happy five and eleven or six and yeah. ten. Oh, yeah. that's ridiculous. I would be very happy with that. Six and ten. I would be very happy from. They came from two and fourteen to go from two and fourteen to five and eleven. They were four. That's an improvement. They were four and twelve. Greg Schiano's last season. And let's say we go four and twelve this year. We're exactly we double our wins. Same. Yeah, we're ju- we're right back to where we were with Greg Schiano. So then, why did we fire Greg well, Schiano? But but here's what you're leaving out, though, Jason. Here's what you're leaving. Let's say they go four and twelve or five and eleven, but they did it with a good quarterback. And How do now you know he's a good quarterback? They go ball? five and eleven. No, I'm saying if they go five and eleven, they're probably going to have to have some decent play from Winston to go five and eleven. That's not true at all. Five and eleven is a bad record, but it's good for what they had. It's okay. not good for what they had. They, you know what? I believe if Mike Glennon had been in there more games last year, they could have gone five and eleven last year. I agree with that. Oh, thank you. I, I totally agree I with mean, that. I mean, Lo- Lovey kept Josh McCown in there. If he had gone back to Mike Glennon, I think they could have won some of those games. They lost because Josh McCown was so bad.
Yeah, but the thing of this is, though, is that you mentioned that we went 4-12, and and then Shiano gets fired, Lovey comes in. Lovey completely blew up that team last year. And so if you bring in, if let's say if that happens again this year, we go 2-14, and 3-13, and 13 or whatever. Going back to that Indianapolis scenario, the next year after 3-13, and 13, or after, yeah, after 3-13, and 13, they went 13-3. and three. Now, I'm not saying that that is exactly going to correlate over to this situation, mm-hmm. but you should see some immediate benefit right away. But the bigger point of this is that if you do blow this whole thing up after another year, we're going to be doing the same thing all over again and trying to put a quick fix and we're starting over again every other couple of years. The right way to do this, as far as I can tell, is put Winston in there. Let's see what the kid can do. But the only way he's going to learn and get better is being on the field and actually going yes, through those reps. Absolutely. And that's, I think, the thinking with the Buccaneers, that they're saying, hey, this is we're betting our future on Jameis Winston, and that's what they're doing. Lovey Smith, Jason Light, the Glazers—they're all betting on Jameis Winston to be the real deal. Their jobs count on it, and, and absolutely. Well, not the Glazers' but, job, but well, the, right. the other the others, uh, their jobs count so on. So let's it. just sacrifice everything. If if, if, if things are going you almost terrible, have to. no, you don't almost have to. You don't. This team was very close in a lot of games last year. Actually, the last couple of years, they came very close. They couldn't finish, and and that's why they had the record they did. Uh, to, to, if one player or, or a few plays here and there can make the difference between winning and losing, I don't think you just have to throw it away and say, oh, well, we drafted the guy number one. We have to stick with them. You don't have to do that. The goal is to win the game, and they, they should put the best players on the field to give you the best chance to do that. Well, I think sometimes the Glazers, maybe they, they don't really care. I mean, if you look at it, uh, they've gone and bought the last three years. They've spent a lot of money. We've not had some good times. They've mm-hmm. bounced around coaches three in the last five years. Uh, you got to realize they are not, maybe in my opinion, true football owners. I mean, they, they own a team. It's a money-making. Manchester United is making them so much money mm-hmm. they can afford to spend $60 million on Jameis Winston and Vincent Jackson and, and not even those guys, the guys that busted. And that's mm-hmm. all that money they spent on uh, Revis and uh, what's the other cornerback? Deshaun Goldson. Deshaun Goldson and those guys. I mean, good gracious. Don't forget I, Carl Nix. I, I don't really think they care. Quite frankly, I think they're just trying to make money. We want to get your thoughts on this. We're going to take a break, and then phone lines wide open for you at 289-1860 in Hillsboro and toll-free at 877-969-8600. Are the Buccaneers making the right decision by saying that Jameis Winston is the number one guy, that the job is his? Is that a good move or a bad move by the Buccaneers? More of the home team coming up. On AM 860. The answer. News, insight, passion. AM 860, the answer. This is Paul Porter. Are you looking for some affordable family fun? Check out Dollar Tuesdays in exciting Florida State League Baseball with the Clearwater Threshers presented by Regions Bank. Tickets and all your favorite concessions like hot dogs, beer, and soft drinks, popcorn, and peanuts are just a dollar. It's happening at every Tuesday Clearwater Thresher home game at Wright House Field on US-19 in Clearwater. See you at the ballpark for Dollar Tuesdays. If you're in northern Pinellas or southern Pasco counties, there's a place you need to check out. It's Danny's Sports Grill at 3105 Grand Boulevard in Holiday. You'll find 40 TVs with the complete NFL, NHL, and MLB packages available for your viewing pleasure. Be sure and try Danny's famous chicken wings, burgers, or chicken tenders. There are pool tables, darts, pinball machines, and, of course, an outstanding happy hour from 3 to 6, Monday through Friday. We'll see you at Danny's Sports Grill, 3105 Grand Boulevard in Holiday. 
Life is filled with obstacles and hardships that may cause us to stumble. But sometimes, a steady hand is all you need to keep from falling. Maggie Tax Advisory and Financial Group is honored to have a chance to give back to the community and support one family by providing them with six months of paid rent. Please contact Maggie Tax Advisory and Financial Group to learn more about this story at MaggieTax.com or call 800-499-6091. This is Paul Porter with the latest from the Feather Sound Golf and Country Club. Playing conditions are continually improving, not just the aesthetics, but the actual playability. They've opened a brand new state-of-the-art concession stand with access from the golf course, pool, or clubhouse. They have one of the best practice facilities in Tampa Bay. More than 35 golfers have become members in the last month, including several front office executives and athletes from our local sports teams. They've just won the bid to host the qualifier for the Florida Open. But here's the best part. The price of the initiation fee has been reduced by 75%. You'll enjoy the great camaraderie among members, and there are also member-only only events each month. It's a great place to entertain, host corporate events, or hang out with friends for lunch or dinner. You can arrange a free no-obligation tour of the Feather Sound Golf and Country Club just off Armerton Road and the Howard Franklin Bridge by calling Tamara at 727-573-5666. News, insight, passion. AM 860, The Answer. This is Paul Porter. You know, there was a day when taking your car in for service meant just that. They served you. Well, things have certainly changed over the years. Nowadays, when you take your car in, you feel like a number and just hope and pray you won't get ripped off. I'm happy to tell you there's a place where they still do things the old-fashioned way. They don't fix something that doesn't need fixing. And if it does, they give you options and a fair price on the work. place I'm talking about is Mahoney's Auto, 4040 54th Avenue North in St. Petersburg. I've been endorsing LZ Mahoney on the home team for more than 15 years. Wouldn't it be nice to know there's a place you can take your car when it needs repairs, where you're dealing with an honest Christian man that'll treat you fairly and with the highest integrity? Take it from me. The next time your car is in need of repair, try Mahoney's Auto at 4040 54th Avenue North in St. Petersburg. They'll even take you home or work while your car is being worked on. That's Mahoney's Auto. 4040 54th Avenue North in St. Petersburg. The Hugh Hewitt Show. So Corker tells Politico we're not going to vote on the Iran deal till September. You know what that really is? They want to go on vacation. You do not go on vacation. Stay in the freaking building and debate the deal. This is a terrible history-changing deal. Weeknights at 6 on AM 860. The answer. Hot dogs. Get your hot dogs here. This is Paul Porter, and I've been talking about Mel's hot dogs for years. It's absolutely the best hot dog you will ever have, no matter where in the world you go. Mel's Hot Dogs is at 42nd and Bush Boulevard, right next to Bush Gardens. Try it once, and the Vienna all-beef taste will bring you back again and again. It's a Tampa Bay institution. Mel's Hot Dogs, simply the best. 42nd Street and Bush Boulevard, right next to Bush Garden. Oh, those Mel's Hot Dogs are so good. Twitter, 140 characters to encapsulate the wisdom of the ages and what everyone thinks about someone stumbling on the red carpet again. Or you can follow us for news, politics, and, of course, answers at AM860, The Answer. Put your trust in the red This is Paul Porter for Overhead Door of Tampa. See them all around town from Raymond James Stadium to beautiful Bayshore Boulevard. I've had one at my home for more than 20 years. I'm so glad I trusted the Red Ribbon. 
you should too. Contact my friends at Overhead Door. Doug has been what we thought he would be, uh, but that would be good competition for, uh, you know, Charles Sims, Bobby Rainey, uh, Mike James, all those guys feel like if they, if we need them to be the bell cow, they can do it, and we think they can. One thing that will help James Winston is if they can establish some kind of a running game, which they really didn't have last year, and uh, of course the offensive line comes into focus with that That's as well. Uh, to establish that running game. Yeah, that was the main problem. I, I mm-hmm. think with a, a good line. I, I do like the running backs they have. Of course, uh, uh, Doug Martin hasn't been able to capture what he had in his rookie year. He's had some injury issues. But I like some of the things I saw out of Charles Sims. Uh, of course, um, uh, Bobby Rainey has, has had some good games. Mike James. Yeah, it's it's a good running back by committee. But bottom line is you're only going to get a good running game if the, if the offensive line improves. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's uh, the end usually your passing game is dependent on a decent running game. you got to have sure. a good running game in order yeah. to set up the pass. You keep game. the threat of the run, and uh, yeah, it keeps the defenders honest. Let's go to the phone lines. Uh, Brooklyn's going to start things off for us today. Hello, Brooklyn. You're on the home team. Good morning, gentlemen. Lively discussion. Yes, sir. But yes. I have to disagree with you 100%. First of all, Jason, uh-huh. this, 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 this quarterback is light years ahead of Glenn. I mean, you you can't condemn him when he hasn't even taken a snap. I, I'm not going to condemn him, but I'm going to say that. But that, that's a that's not a true statement. He hasn't played at all in the NFL. Just because he was a great college quarterback does not mean he's going to be a great NFL quarterback. Doesn't he, mean he he's might not going to be either. Right? I, I, I agree with you. So all I'm saying is, let I want to see him play. Uh, in the NFL, but to just automatically say, well, he's right now better than Mike Glennon, uh, no, I'm not going to say that. Okay, but then I'll remind you in the third game. Of- okay, that's fine, and maybe you'll <laughs> be right. And maybe you'll be right. Now, um, I agree with everybody, the offensive line, and I'm still ticked off that they never went out and got some decent guys. I don't know what uh, – I, I almost agree with John when he said they don't care because if you've got a decent offensive line, this kid's got a chance to be great. You look at Russell Wilson. Colin Kaepernick and uh, the guy on Baltimore uh, or Indianapolis. Yeah, Flacco and and Luck. Yeah, Uh okay. And they were all pretty much first-year quarterbacks that made it good. So why can't you say that Winston can be? To me, the only way he has a chance is he breaks out of that pocket and he does a, a Randall Cunningham, you know, where he has to stay on the move and then throw. Well, yeah, I don't think he's as athletic as Randall Cunningham is. No, you can't say that yet. My, mean, my point is, you got to get him practice at doing what you just described, Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how many Florida State yeah. games you guys watch, but be. I watched about five of them last year, and he can move. You know, I yeah. mean, that deba- that debacle they played in the bowl game. I'm still shaking my head at that. But that was a, that's a much better team, and he's a much better quarterback. <laughs> my my concern about him on the football field, Brooklyn is all the interceptions he threw last year. That's something that he's, he's going to have to correct because he just can't do that uh, at the pro level. And and we'll see. And maybe he can do it. But And, uh, I, and I think a lot of that will come, Jason, as, in the film room. And he, from what I've seen, and granted it's a very small sample mm-hmm. thus far, but from what I've seen and what I've been told, he is at one buck place almost until they throw him out. And he is in the watching film. He is trying to soak everything up. This guy wants to learn, and I like sure. that. I'm, I'm glad to see that, and I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. I know he's had a checkered past, but 
hey, you're now a pro. This is the perfect time for him to make a transition and say, okay, I did some stupid things while I was a college player, but when I got in the NFL, I was all business. And he, you got to give him the opportunity to do that. But and stay I think on that thing, Paul. Stay on that thing. Do we have to worry about what he's going to do off the field if he goes to a bar sometime in 2 o'clock in the morning? Yes. I'm so sick of that it isn't funny. Well, it hasn't happened yet, has it? No. <laughs> no, that's I'm what I'm saying. saying. Well, uh, you talked about immaturity, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt that maybe he's realized, maybe he's grown up, and he knows he's now a millionaire. That he's got a lot to lose if if he screws up. Well, maybe he's 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 grown up a little bit. Uh, okay, okay, maybe. But at the same time, I'd feel a lot more comfortable with someone who never had any of those problems in college than someone who who had several well, of course. things. But go you got to look at the talent level too. Well, Mike Glennon never had any of those things in college. Right, I know. Yeah, and but I'm why is Mike Glennon so well, good when he I, couldn't I, do anything here? I don't understand how you guys can be back on a guy that did nothing. Who? What, 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 I'm talking about Glenn. How can well, you say he did this, he did that, when he did nothing? I, I look at Glennon's statistical numbers, and I think they were pretty good. I think he was on a bad football team with a bad offensive line. Uh, yeah, no, he, he could have made a lot more plays that he didn't make. I'm not saying he was great. I'm saying I thought he did a decent job for what was around him. That's all I'm saying. I don't know that he's uh, the long-term answer, but I think he's better than some people are giving him credit for. You wait, you play to win the game. Now, I'm saying this. If, if Winston can get out from being tackled because of the lousy offensive line and he can hit the rookie of the year, Mike Evans or Jackson, we're gonna, you're going to see some long touchdowns. I'll tell you that right off. But I like, I like the three-headed monster of the year. You, know, you guys don't particularly care. I think it's, you know, one guy gets tired, next guy goes in. And especially Rainey. Rainey was breaking off 10, 15 yards at a clip. Yeah. So how can you say that that they don't have a running back? Well, no, I, I think the running backs are good, Brooklyn. We don't we don't know about the offensive line. That's that's part yeah. of the issue. Well, we there. know about the offensive line. There, there's nobody there to block for them. And well, that's... see, yeah, and and if the offensive line is not good, I really don't care how much talent the running backs have. I don't think they're going to be very successful. But I'm telling you, Winston can throw the ball, and he's got receivers, and we got some good tight ends, and everything. Yeah. And another thing, if they want to have extra blockers. Come with two tight ends. One you're mm-hmm. going to throw the ball to, and the other guy's had a block. And and I think uh, Dirk Cutter is somebody that likes to throw to his tight ends. He likes to to get them in the in the the mix a lot. And Dirk Cutter alone is going to make a big improvement. Yes, in that he offense. will. We, the fact that we didn't have we didn't have a true offensive That's another thing they have year. this year. That's so that that year. Is, that is maybe maybe uh, the most important addition to the Bucks this year is, is having Dirk Cutter as the offensive coordinator. But I I don't want to hear that uh, the Glazers said look. You got to start him because we paid him a fortune. I don't want to hear that noise. Oh, they're not paying him a fortune. He's a rookie, so no. I'm, I'm they talking about a big contract. But I'm I'm saying that they're starting him because he is the future, right? And well, maybe he's now. You know? Yeah. Well, I hey. mean, and I'm glad. Let, let's get this guy out there now. Let's get him the reps. Let's see what he can do. If and he, let, if, let's get him the the the, the plays over and over, if, and he's only going to get better. If I, he show if he shows he's ready. I agree with you 100%. As long but as you win he, the game, right? Well, that's the win the game. That's, sure. that's what I'm into, okay? I, I want to win the game. I see it's more important for me to win the game than whoever the quarterback is, be it Jameis Winston or Mike Glennon. I want the team to win. Let me ask you this, Jason. Okay. Would you be happier with a 4-12 and season with Mike Glennon at the quarterback 
four with a three and thirteen season, and Jameis Winston at quarterback. I would be equally miserable with both. Both <laughs> would be unacceptable as far as I'm concerned. How about uh, ten and six? Let's go to the other end. Well, uh, who? ten and six is nice. Ten yeah. and six is it, ten and six is a beautiful thing. Right. If, if that if that happens, Brooklyn, I would love for them to be ten and six. Right. Yep. So if they miss the playoffs because they're ten and six, you're going to say it was a good year. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Okay. If yeah. they go ten and six, absolutely, no question about it. But but a uh, 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 four and twelve or five and eleven or even six and ten, uh, uh-uh. uh, that's not a good season. It's a losing season. Right. But you don't know that. No, you not at all. I know you but, have a you have a commodity that's been proven I, in college, which and he plays the pro set as opposed to Mariota, who doesn't. Um, he uh, he knows how to play in the pros because that's what they play at Florida State. College and the right. pros are different Brooklyn. We got to move along. Yeah. Oh, I got to say something about the the uh, free agent stuff. Okay, I mean I'm quick. so mad. Price all of a sudden takes off to to uh, Toronto. Toronto, Cueto now in Kansas City. I mean, why don't you just hand them the flag? You know. I'm really ticked off about that. Well, we're going to get to that, and then I've got some theories on that and as the, well. And the Rays so. have some more prospects. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jetson for prospects. That's yeah. great. Thanks, Brooklyn. Thanks, Brooklyn. Appreciate it. Uh, with regard to the Rays and and the, their lack of activity yesterday, I understand Stu Sternberg and playing in close to the vest and not spending any money because nobody comes to the games. Is it time that we look to, and I heard someone say this earlier, if Stu Sternberg does not want to invest in the team, does not want to spend the money, I can't blame him for not investing, mm-hmm. but if that's how he feels, is it time for him to sell it? And to get someone in there that wants to well win and is willing yeah. to spend the money, even if it is in Tampa Bay, and is willing to, to step in there and, and spend the well, money. Well, that's the key thing. If they want to keep the team uh, here, then yes. I think that would be great, but I don't want him to sell. I don't want him to sell it to someone who's then going to move no, the team. No, I'm talking about someone locally yes. to step in, let the te- let the team go up for sale, let it be known. There's some people here that could probably put a group together and buy the team. Well, uh, I think that would be ideal. But yeah. from what you have argued, you think Major League Baseball's gonna gonna let that happen? I mean, I mean especially if I there's well, especially if there's no stadium deal done in place. If there's no stadium deal in place, I think that the, 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 um, all the people involved will be trying to, to have them move to, to uh, uh, a Montreal or Charlotte or someone that they – if someone commits to building a new stadium. Don, what are your thoughts on that? You know, I, I think to sell the team right now, I don't think they'd find a buyer. Uh, I think as long as the A city, local buyer? A local buyer. I don't think anybody would buy it, particularly where it sits, because they know – the team, uh, it's not a great stadium. It's not. Why would you buy? Now, they're making profit. So, excuse me. They're, they're making money on that, uh, on that ball team through advertising, and they actually just signed a fat TV contract. Mm-hmm. So, Sternberg doesn't want to sell because he's making money. Somebody else is not going to come in and buy high to a product that probably is, is dwindling. If you, if you see what they're doing, you hope they keep mm-hmm. finding players. So I don't think selling is an option at all, particularly as it sits right where it sits. What do we have to look forward to as a Rays fan? It could be uh, 500. I mm-hmm. mean, for right now. I mean, judging the way this season is going right now, 
Uh, but even looking average, beyond this uh-huh. season, a, a year or two down the well, road, well, what do we have to look the forward to it, uh, the way we're going? I, I would predict more of the same. Uh, maybe an mm-hmm. average team that I mean, if they get lucky, if 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 they get if everyone stays healthy and everyone plays above their head, maybe they can make a playoff run. They're certainly not a championship caliber team. Uh, the bigger issue and is that being said, right, will the attendance ever improve if we have an average team? I don't think the attendance would improve if we had a really good team. It hasn't, has it? I mean, going did did, did it improve after we went to the World Series? Or did we still rank near the bottom every year in, in well, home attendance? Here's what I'm noticing, John, and this is what's alarming to me. In the past, as recently as last season, okay, people were still upbeat about the Rays. They weren't going to the games, but they were still excited about the team and that they liked what they were seeing. And, and now it seems to me that the word on the street or public opinion or the people that call the talk shows – People are just kind of, you know, I'm over this team. I'm not even excited anymore. I'm not interested in them. And it's because they they don't spend any money. Nobody goes, so they don't spend any money. They don't make any trades that are going to bring some hitters in here. They score two and a half runs a game. They're 28th in the majors in, in runs scored. They're 30th in the majors in attendance. It's hard to get excited about that. And, I think the tide is getting to the point where fans are just kind of fed up. I don't think it's a one-season tide at all. I think the the TV ratings are still sky high. Uh, they're getting a lot of marketing money. But might that change if this trend continues? Well, the, the trend continues. I think this year, um, out of the last since, since Madden was there and this Cash's first year, has been the, the, the key word this year has been injuries. We have had a lot of injuries. When 80% of your starting five pitchers are out, uh, starting opening day, uh, that's a big deal. Uh, to get them coming back to still be competitive, I think cash should be in consideration for manager of the year, quite frankly, as, as well as they've played with all the injuries they've had. Now, that being said, they're going to have to produce. You know, I think uh, uh, Derek Shelton must have pictures of somebody, Sternberg or somebody. I can't understand why. Uh, he is still the hitting coach on a team that's 28th in the majors in runs and cannot hit. Uh, is it to sell his little hitting idea thing or what? I, that just amazes well, me. Well, I forget who it was, and we got to hit a break, but I forget who it was if it was – I think it was Stu Sternberg that actually said, we don't see any glaring needs on this team. And I thought, you're second last in the majors in runs scored. You don't see any glaring – We excuse me, hello – we need a hitter. We need two hitters. Yeah. We need three hitters. I mean, we need some guys that are going to be a long, deep uh, ball threat. There was a, there was a lot. We were at the though. game Tuesday night when uh, Caselli hit two home runs. He hit the two the oh, previous yeah, day. It was like, a lot of excitement. They scored 10 or 11 runs, 10 runs, 10 to 2. Uh, there was some excitement there. I think they had fourteen or 15,000 people there. Sternberg must be the one that uh, Shelton has the pictures on if he's saying there's not a need. He's got some kind of compromising pictures. We're going to take a break. Larry will join us when we come back. Hey, there's a phone line open for you as well. A couple of things on the table today that we're asking you to weigh in on. Are the Bucks making the right decision by saying that Jameis Winston is the guy and he's going to be out there getting the starting quarterback reps? Probably will start the preseason. I would bet the mortgage that he's going to start week one unless he's injured. Uh, is that the right decision by the Bucks to make that announcement here in uh, early August? Uh, also, uh, the Rays. Are, are, are we getting to the point 
where fans are just kind of fed up and they become a non-entity uh, because of the mediocrity. And, again, I'm not blaming Stu Sternberg. I understand how the bean cutter counter uh, proposition works, but I think fans are starting to feel like, well, this just isn't going to be much to be excited about. How do you feel about that? 289-1860 in Hillsboro, toll-free at 877-969-8600. More of the home team coming up on AM860. The Answer. News, insight, passion. AM860, The Answer. There's no place like this place anywhere near this place, so this must be the place. That's what they've been saying about the Palm Pavilion since 1926. The Palm Pavilion on the north end of the sparkling beach is a Clearwater Beach landmark. Situated directly on the beach overlooking the Gulf of Mexico, the Palm Pavilion is the place to order cool tropical drinks and watch spectacular sunsets. Tempt your taste buds with perfect pasta, sizzling steaks, chicken or seafood wraps, shrimp and crab chowder. Come for a day or stay for the night. A casual atmosphere featuring live entertainment on the deck. The Palm Pavilion Inn and Beachside Grill and Bar on sparkling Clearwater Beach. Visit them on the web at palmpavilion.com or better yet, visit in person. 10 Bay Esplanade on the north end of Clearwater Beach. The Palm Pavilion Inn and Beachside Grill. This is attorney Mike Larinaga. I've been practicing law since 1987, focusing in the areas of personal injury and wrongful death. I handle everything from auto, motorcycle, and boating accidents to slip and fall cases. I'm the former assistant city attorney for the city of Tampa and the former attorney for the Tampa Police Department. I'm a Martindale Hubble AV rated attorney, born and raised right here in Tampa. I would welcome the opportunity to meet with you about your case. I can offer you the care and professional attention that you deserve. Please visit my website at mikesmylawyer.com. That's mikesmylawyer.com. If you've been involved in an automobile accident or are dealing with a wrongful death situation, I am here for you. Call me at 813-899-2000. That's 813-899-2000. I'm Mike Larinaga, Offices, Tampa. Burgermonger is happy to announce its fifth Tampa Bay restaurant and first in South Tampa is now open at 3838 West Neptune at the corner of Southdale Mabry Highway. All of your favorite Burgermonger sandwiches and other delicacies have come to South Tampa at 3838 West Neptune at the corner of Southdale Mabry. See why Burgermonger has been voted the best burger in the Bay. Now open in South Tampa at 3838 West Neptune at the intersection of Southdale Mabry Highway. News, insight, passion. AM 860, The Answer. Here's some exciting news from Shoot Straight. You can now buy firearms online. That's right, just visit shoot-straight.com and you can choose from a wide selection of firearms perfect for your needs. Of course, there are two locations on US 301 south of MLK in Tampa and Almerton Road just east of 49th Street in Clearwater are always happy to supply all of your needs as well. And they feature air-conditioned indoor shooting ranges and a wide selection of all your firearms and accessories. Visit shoot-straight.com. That's shoot-straight.com. Bill Bennett's Morning in America. The uh, fact that, uh, you know, this was available to him as a default, as an excuse, as a ground. You know, where was all this hostility and confusion, depression going to take uh, this crap on the Internet and his own, you know, beliefs? 
projected him in the, into this direction. Weekday mornings at 6 on AM 860, The Answer. Sometimes picking the right private Christian school for your kids can be a challenge. You know it's the right thing for their growth and development, but the cost can be a big question mark. Well, do we have a tuition solution for you in 2015? Half-price tuition at some of our area's best Christian schools, including Esther School in Pinellas Park and Word of Life Bible Institute in Hudson. All at SuperRadioDeals.com. Log on and start saving on tuition in 2015 at SuperRadioDeals.com. Twitter, 140 characters to encapsulate the wisdom of the ages and what everyone thinks about someone stumbling on the red carpet again. Or you can follow us for news, politics, and, of course, answers at AM860, The Answer. This is Paul Porter with the latest from the Feather Sound Golf and Country Club. Playing conditions are continually improving, not just the aesthetics, but the actual playability. They've opened a brand new state-of-the-art concession stand with access from the golf course, pool, or clubhouse. They have one of the best practice facilities in Tampa Bay. More than 35 golfers have become members in the last month, including several front office executives and athletes from our local sports teams. They've just won the bid to host the qualifier for the Florida Open. But here's the best part. The price of the initiation fee has been reduced by 75%. You'll enjoy the great camaraderie among members, and there are also member only events each month. It's a great place to entertain, host corporate events, or hang out with friends for lunch or dinner. You can arrange a free no-obligation tour of the Feather Sound Golf and Country Club just off Armerton Road and the Howard Franklin Bridge by calling Tamara at 727-573-5666. Living in Florida doesn't mean you have to stay indoors when bugs and mosquitoes start coming around. You can enjoy your backyard or patio without the Florida heat and humidity. Anix Outdoor Comfort Solutions can give you back your entire backyard with their specialized mosquito and flying insect misting systems, patio cooling and heating units, and retractable awnings and screens. Anix Outdoor Comfort Solutions, licensed, insured, affordable, and easy financing. Check out their Angie's List reviews at anix.com. That's A-N-I-K-S dot com. Attention churchgoers, looking for a great place to eat right after church for you and your family? How about brunch with the Clearwater Threshers? Enjoy an all-you-can-eat delicious Sunday brunch from noon until 2 p.m. and then sit back and enjoy some great Florida State League baseball in air-conditioned comfort. What a great alternative to waiting in line at a crowded restaurant. The best part? Ticket to the game with brunch is just $15 per person in advance and $18 day of the game. Every Sunday home game at Bright House Field on US-19 in Clearwater. Brought to you by Bright House Networks. Visit threshersbaseball.com to get your tickets in advance. Man, we have a, a slew of talent, no doubt about that. Man, we have a lot of weapons. Um, you know, wh- whoever's in the game, they're going to make plays. You know, uh, so I, I have no uh, doubts about that. You know, um, I feel confident about all our uh, other guys, other receivers, tight ends, our running backs. You know, we have probably like some of the best weapons in the league. So uh, I'm excited about this season. Mike Evans talking about receivers other than he and Vincent Jackson, who are the, the one-two punch of the Buccaneer receiving core. But uh, he's confident that uh, Jameis Winston is going to have a good complement of receivers to throw to. Well, I think that is that is the strength of the team is is their receivers. Uh, in addition to to Evans and Jackson, uh, they've got Tim Wright back, their former mm-hmm. tight end. He's back. Mm-hmm. He he did a lot of good things with them. Uh, Austin Safarian Jenkins. He he was inconsistent his rookie year, but he's got a lot of potential there. If you can you know correct a, a few things, uh, I think he could be a very good player. Uh, so they have good wide receivers. There's no question about it. Let's uh, go to the phone lines. Larry is with us next. Hello, Larry. You're on the home team. 
Hey, guys. How y'all doing? Okay. You out in the yard today? No, not, not today. I did it <laughs> other day, so not, not this weekend. All That's right. Wonderful. Yeah. So, uh, with Jameis, uh, it was two years ago. You remember he was a red shirt freshman, and he caught everybody off guard. We never knew. I mean, when he first started with Florida State, then we said, well, this guy's a good ball player. Then uh, he, he led the team to the championship that year. Then last year, the team, they lost a lot of players in the NFL. And I'm thinking that uh, he only had two years in, in college. I mean, the first year was red shirt, and he played this, you know, the first year he played with a red shirt year. And I'm thinking that we have something to do, but we'll find out later, maybe two or three years. I know the first year, we're not going to see – I don't think you're going to see the greatness of him. I, mm-hmm. I think the second or third year you will see him, see him uh, and do that, what we have. I, I totally agree, Larry, and that's what Buccaneer fans, I think, have to remember, that, hey – this is a rookie quarterback we're starting that is getting his first taste of the NFL. It's not going to be perfect. It's not going right. to be all great. But he's learning. He's gaining experience. He's in the film room. The coaches are working with him. He's he's getting better. And it may be second, third, fourth year that in this guy's career that he really starts to blossom. Right. Uh, a lot of times, yeah. A lot of times, coaches want to say, "Is this guy coachable? Is he learn? Can he learn?" And right now, you could say yes. He, I mean, mm-hmm. he's he, he standing out late, coming early. So they tell you that yes, he can learn, and he's he willing to work, and he's like a hard worker. So so I think there's a lot of good things that happen when you got a hard worker, a person who want to get better. So he want to get better, and he's excited about it, as long as he stays straight, <laughs> as long as he stays focused. I think someone gave him the, the, the words of wisdom, stay focused on football, you'll be fine. You know, J- J- Larry and, and Paul, uh, John brought up the point, though. You know, things have changed in the NFL. In the old days, it would take longer for the quarterback. The quarterback sometimes would sit on the bench, and um, uh, it, it certainly would take maybe three or four years. But today, I think by year two, if you haven't seen something that raises a lot of red flags, whether it's fair or not, I think people say, okay, even if you struggled in your rookie year, we'll give you a pass there. But by year two, you better show something significant then or you're going to be looked at as a potential bust, whether that's fair or not. You know, Josh Freeman, obviously, he he did not turn out to be the, the quarterback they were expecting. And his rookie year, he really struggled. But his second year, he looked like mm-hmm. he was going to on his way to being one of the elite quarterbacks in the league before then later on it fell apart. But his second year, he did great. Uh, I just don't know if people are willing to wait as long now for the guy to produce. Well, I, I think you, you make a good point there. And, and he, what? But consider the al- alternative. Let's say they didn't start Winston mm-hmm. and sat him on the bench. Right. Okay. And this team goes four and twelve under Mike Glennon. Well, what would the fans think then? We've got our number one pick. We've got the number one yep. pick in the entire draft, and he's sitting on the bench. Here's what I think. I think it would be easier to start with Mike Glennon, and then if things aren't going well. Put Winston in, and you keep him in. If if it, right. if it make if it's clear that you're not you're going to go absolutely nowhere with Mike Glennon, then it's then you put Winston. Kind of what they did Josh Freeman's first year. They didn't start Josh Freeman right away, mm-hmm. but about halfway through they started him and stuck with him the rest of the year. I, to me, I think they could do that with with Winston as opposed to already naming him starter, and then if he's not ready and he really starts to struggle. Well, okay. Then now, are we gonna are we gonna take him out and bench him because we want to? You know, we we need to help the team. I don't the think team? they will. 
Well, I, I think that think could be a bench well, him. Injury is the only way he's not going to play. Uh, you know, I think yeah. also too the couple things that uh, that may have changed as well. You know, not just the uh, the seasoning on the bench. With free agency, you don't have that senior leadership that's on the team that can be a mentor. I know Derek and uh, Derek Brooks and Shelton and a lot of the guys said, hey, we're going to be all over this kid. They're in the front office. They're not on the field with him. And I think to some extent you almost have to worry a little bit about uh, with this kid's ego, what if he has some success? What if they're two and two, three and three, and he's mm-hmm. big talk of the town? I got twenty million in my pocket. Mm-hmm. This is good. Mm-hmm. I'm an NFL quarterback. I'm impervious to anything. You don't have that that leadership. I think that mentorship that that you would have well, when a Bradshaw or somebody. Got, well, you, you, well, that's for a guy do, like Vincent Jackson or Gerald McCoy. I think yeah. I think yeah. Gerald McCoy. McCoy. You one, yeah. hope absolutely. Yeah. Uh, also, when the, uh, when Tennessee made a decision that they had a starting quarterback who were drafted number two, it would have made uh, the Bucks look kind of bad, or James look kind of bad. You got a guy who was drafted after you going to start the first game of the season. Well, going to be on the bench for the first five. Ace, Ace and I were talking about this before the show that uh, maybe this decision to start Marcus Mariota and Jameis Winston came from much higher than the. Titans and Buccaneer well, coaching staff. You said that before, yeah. and I don't believe that. Yeah, I don't buy that either. Uh huh. You don't. You don't, Joe. No, I don't buy that. I mean, I, I, look, it, it, we're talking here about uh, you know the Bucks doing something, how the fans are going to react to it. We don't need to be worried. I mean, if, if I'm Jason Light, if I'm Lovey Smith, I don't need to be worried about anything other than what is the best way for us to win. If the league doesn't want us to start anybody other than Jameis. I, Sorry, it's it's you're going to make. I'm now I happen to be on the campuses that we start, James. But I'm saying if they made the decision, no, we're going to start Glennon. They're going to go with that. I, I don't think that the I don't think that there's this sort of uh, cabal where they're saying <laughs> that you have to do this. Um, and in Tennessee's circumstance, I don't think that they would be wise at all for them to start Mariota. I think Mariota is way behind as far as being a pro quarterback is concerned. They ought to start off with Mittenberger, but I I, I just don't buy it. What is might- it a cabal? A cabal. You want me to define it? it yeah. I think of it as a as a uh, a, a force behind the scenes that is that is like like a giant conspiracy making things. I don't I don't see mm-hmm. that as being the uh, the situation. I'd here. almost bet you lunch at uh, at La Bamba down the road, Joe, that Mariota and Winston will be starting. I've heard through uh, through the NFL channels that that while they're not saying you have to start them. They're indicating it, it would be very, very nice for the NFL, for TV, for, for you guys. We can play it up a lot, a lot of advertising, a lot of jerseys if those two quarterbacks start. La, La, La Bamba's a great song. I didn't know it was a restaurant. There's oh, a yeah, restaurant it's right down the road La from here. So. Yeah. 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 And the NFL could be saying, if you want to keep these nice paychecks from ESPN and, and Fox and uh, CBS coming in, they're on. They're on. They're on those stations anyway. What do you mean? Well, yeah, and it's not like Tennessee the, the or Tampa. The reason they're signing these contracts is for premier matchups. Yeah, but it's not like either one of those teams. It's not like either Tennessee or Tampa Bay coming off a of two and fourteen yeah, seasons both, have a lot of prime they, time. They were two. They were but two. No the one's two watching. Worst teams. No one's watching for Tennessee or Tampa Bay. They're watching for Winston and Mariota. But so, um, the guys that make the decision. I think Ken Wisenhunt is the coach of the uh, the uh, the Titans. Yes. The only thing that Ken Witten needs to worry about is his job. All right. So if if the right call there is to start Zach Mettenberger, then that's what he needs to do. If the NFL doesn't give the Tennessee Titans prime placement in the primetime game lineup, who? cares his only thing is keeping his job next year that's the only yeah. responsibility that he has i didn't realize ken Whitten need to worry about his job John. i, I said uh, on, uh 
<laughs> Did I say Ken Whitten? That's all right. You know who you mean. By, by you've been way, hanging around Idlewild too that, much. That's your problem. That's right. And you yeah. can hear Ken Whitten every <laughs> weekday night at 6 o'clock on our nice, sister station, Faith nice Talk 570 and 910 WTV. I think we stole Larry. Larry is still on the line. Larry, you still there? Yeah, I'm oh, we're sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. We got a little carried away. I don't know the draft, the draft had happened already, but they had Tennessee and the Bucks playing the first game of the, of the year. So I don't know if something was uh, there to make people. Would the draft already happened then? Draft no, it's, happened, it's no Kabul. It's just a coincidence. No coincidence? Yeah. No, that, that part that part I don't think was a coincidence. That The, the fact that they scheduled those two teams to I meet was in Kabul. Thank you. These two guys are going to be the first game of the year, and uh, everybody's going to be watching. I mean, people are going to wonder what's going to happen because it's important to win that first game. Those two are going to be playing against each other's team, the defense. But still, whoever wins that game is going to be loud. But then whoever loses is going to be very, very low. Well, well and, yeah, and, and people, they'll jump to the conclusion it's not the right thing, but they'll jump to the conclusion, oh, well, see, we, we got the better quarterback. You know, mm-hmm. we got the, well, the right guy. The you wants. got the wrong guy, even though that that's one game, yeah. and you absolutely can't come but to that that's conclusion. What the, that's, that's what that's, makes it fun. That's what yeah. people do. Yep. We've got to hit a break, Larry. Thanks so much. Right. We, we yeah, appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Larry. No more Kabul here. We got to hit a break. More of the home team. Ace, did you know what Kabul meant before Mr. Weaver uh, defined it? Well, I figured that's what I always it thought meant it was a city when he explained it, but I've never heard it be, being yeah. used before. Yeah. yeah. So by the way, the word like is it. cabal. Cabal. By the way, yeah. all right. J- Jason, did you know what cabal meant? I must say, I did not. Yeah. A group of people united in some close design together, usually to promote their private views or interests in a church, state, or other community. Okay, ah. that doesn't quite apply, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. All I can say is. Your wife must be a saint. I mean, for for her, I would to be agree able with that. To live with a walking dictionary would would probably. Uh, you know. Incidentally, it's Ken Wisenhunt who's the coach of the uh, Tennessee yes. Titans. Yeah, not Ken not, Witten. Not the wonderful Ken Witten. <laughs> uh, I mean, that would be impressive to be a pastor of Idlewild and coach of the Titans. Be a busy guy. I mean, you probably could do it. You, you'd have to have a private jet to take you to the games on Sunday because you preach and then go to the games. Well, he exactly. does that anyway. Yeah, I, I don't think he could make it to we uh, to a uh, California for. Uh, we're going to take a break, and then we'll come back with more Kabul. Is that, is that it, Kabul? Kabul, Kabul. 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 More Kabul and humor here on the home team on AM860. The answer. News, insight, passion. AM860, the answer. WGUL, Dunedin. Online at am860theanswer.com. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. It's been a long and mysterious journey for a piece of aircraft wing that was discovered on an island in the Indian Ocean this week. Arriving in France today, that object is now the focus of aviation experts trying to learn whether it began its final flight as part of Malaysian Airlines Flight 370 that disappeared from radar screens in March of last year. Certainly confirmed, as our Malaysian colleagues have said, to be coming from a 777, and we're not aware of any other instance where uh, this sort of component has been lost from a 777 aircraft. That's Martin Dolan, Chief Commissioner for the Australian Transport Safety Bureau. Also at SRNews.com, the Coast Guard suspending its search for two teenage fishermen who've been missing for a week, not so the family members. The family remains committed privately to this search and rescue mission. We've that is Nick Kordeloff, the stepfather of Perry Cohen. He says the family will keep up its search for the missing boys. This is SRN News. News, insight, passion. AM 860, the answer. 
Are you looking for a mortgage expert you can trust? I hope you'll consider the official mortgage broker of the home team, Jamie Brown of New American Mortgage. Jamie's been helping home team listeners for over three years with everything from first mortgages for first-time home buyers to refinance loans to get you out from under that high interest rate. Interest rates are in the mid-threes right now, lower than they've been in a long time. What does that mean for you? You could buy a $150,000 home totally financed for a house payment well under a thousand dollars a month, probably much less than you're paying for rent right now. Maybe you want to renovate or do some work around your home. Jamie can do that for you as well and keep everything in one loan. There's never any cost or obligation and home team listeners can call Jamie right now at 727-637-2341. It's his cell phone, so even though it's Saturday, you can reach him right now. Call Jamie Brown of New American Mortgage, the official mortgage broker of the home team, 727-637-2341. You've probably heard about the beautiful track at West Chase Golf Club, but here's something you may not know. West Chase Golf Club is open to the public. That's right, it looks and feels like a private course, but it's open to the public. West Chase features a championship 18-hole par 72 course where you'll encounter all that nature has to offer. Birds, deer, and gators are frequent visitors. They offer full dining, a pro shop, and easy access just off the veterans just northwest of the airport. Check out westchasegc.com for tee times and group outings or call 813-854-2331. West Chase Golf Club, it's not private, it just feels that way. Put your trust in the Red River. Overhead door This is Paul Porter for Overhead Door of Tampa. You see them all around town from Raymond James Stadium to beautiful Bayshore Boulevard. I've had one at my home for more than 20 years. I'm so glad I trusted the Red River. You should too. Contact my friends at Overhead Door. Hot dogs! Get your hot dogs here! This is Paul Porter, and I've been talking about Mel's Hot Dogs for years. It's absolutely the best hot dog you will ever have, no matter where in the world you go. Mel's Hot Dogs is at 42nd and Bush Boulevard, right next to Bush Gardens. Try it once, and the Vienna all-beef taste will bring you back again and again. It's a Tampa Bay institution. Mel's Hot Dogs, simply the best. 42nd Street and Bush Boulevard, right next to Bush Gardens. Oh, those Mel's Hot Dogs are so good. Here's some good policy from Vermost Insurance Agency, your local agent and auto owner's insurance. When your insurance policy comes from us, it comes with something extra, a real person. Don't buy from an insurance company with an 800 number and voicemail menu. Auto Owners Insurance operates exclusively through local independent agencies, here to help you with all of your insurance needs 24-7. Now that's good policy. Vermost Insurance Agency, your local independent insurance agency, and Dave Ramsey's endorsed local provider for home and auto insurance. Call Vermost Insurance at 727-748-2886. That's 727-748-2886. Or go to our website, www.vermost.com. That's www.vermost.com. Vermost Insurance Agency, your protection and peace of mind is our only business. That's vermost.com. The answer. The home team is brought to you in part by the Laranaga Law Firm. 
by New American Mortgage. Call 727-637-2341 for the lowest rates in town. By Shoot Straight with locations on both sides of the bay. By the Palm Pavilion on Clearwater Beach. And by Mahoney's Auto, 4040 54th Avenue in St. Petersburg. And now, here he is. The arena voice of the Tampa Bay Lightning, the Orlando Magic, and the Tampa Bay Storm. And the press box voice of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Paul Porter. We welcome you to our number two of the home team. Glad to have you with us. And uh, we got the whole crew here today. We got uh, John Bicek and Jason Alessi and Ace Andrews and even Joe Weaver uh, with us today. Very seldom to get both Ace and Joe here. Uh, Is Ray floating around somewhere? No, Ray is uh, on, on assignment. From oh. what I understand, okay. so uh, in parts unknown, in parts unknown. So uh, we got Joe Weaver answering he, the call. But today. Flo- I like the word of float because with all the rain, that, that makes sense. Yeah, there you go. It's uh, about time to build an ark, I think. Uh, we do have though a family four pack of tickets for the Clearwater Threshers coming up on Thursday night. In fact, I'm going Tuesday night to see the Threshers, and they're going to be home uh, all week. And if you would like to go see the Threshers on Thursday night, 7 o'clock game at Bright House Networks Field, uh, dial us up right now on the prize line at 813-349-8255. 813-349-8255. First caller gets the four-pack of tickets. They're all yours. Just dial us now at 813-349-8255. Ace will take your information down and he'll hook you up with the uh, the tickets for the Clearwater Threshers. Just a very enjoyable time to go out and see some good Florida State League baseball, and you're up close, and the stadium drains very well. The field does, so uh, very little chance of a rainout at Bright House Field. So we certainly uh, uh, enjoy giving those tickets away. Two eight nine eighteen sixty in Hillsboro, toll free at eight seven seven nine six nine eighty six hundred. If you're just joining us, we're asking the question today. Are the Buccaneers doing the right thing by naming Jameis Winston, I say, as the starter, but uh, John corrected me in saying that they named him at the top of the depth chart, which is okay. Well, for well, right now, semantics, he is, he, right now he is well, the starter. That's why I, I caveat the conversation by saying yeah. it's just semantics. But, yeah. uh, but he's going to be the starter. Unless he's hurt, he's going to be the starter. And another thing, Jason, that I'm happy about is that the preseason, as we all know, is a lot of the UPS FedEx guys that mm. are out there, and you know the teams have 104-man rosters uh, for the preseason, and it's so long they can't even fit everybody on the sidelines. Jameis Winston is going to get the reps against the first-string defense for the teams the Buccaneers are going to be playing, Minnesota and Cincinnati mm-hmm. and Cleveland and uh, is it Miami, I think, is yes. the fourth game. Uh, so he's going to see the starting right. uh, defensive unit. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad of that because rather than have him come in in the third quarter yeah. if Glennon is starting, no, uh, which would do him no good. And then, then if he's successful, you're saying, yeah, but look who he was playing against. Yeah, I mean, if, if you want him to get the, the, the starting experience, you want it to be against the other team's best players. The question will be, Will he get more playing time than a starter normally would because he's a rookie? And you need to get I him that so. experience. I, I, I do hope too. He does. If, because if you, if you want him to be ready opening day, uh, he needs to get the work in. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he hasn't gone through this before, where in, in other cases, other veteran players have. Joe, do you think Lovey Smith will go the route of the tradition in the NFL, which is, as Jason outlined, 
you get a few reps in the first game and a, a few more in the second game? Or will Lovey Smith say, hey, we need to get Jameis Winston out there and maybe play him for a, a whole half mm-hmm. and maybe play him for three quarters in the second game and uh, really get a long look at him and let him get a good taste of playing against the number one defense and against the lesser defense? Well, it's a good question because it's will he do it as opposed to should he do it? Uh, you know, I think last year there was a little bit of that, you know, as the first string offense uh, was kind of gelling, though they never really gelled as the season went along. But uh, I, I think that if you do that, if, if, you, if you're going to have Winston in there, then you have to have all of the starting offense in there. Mm-hmm. And if you have the entire starting offense in there, now you've increased your chances of injury in a situation that you, it, in a game it doesn't count. Um, I, I, I think that he probably will leave him in there a little bit longer, I, I, but I don't think it's wise to do it. In other words, I don't think that we, he should go into the third quarter in any of the games. You know, I mean, I, like the third game is usually the one where the, the starters will play. Sometimes it happens in the third game where, where the starters will go into the third quarter. And I think last year at Buffalo, that's exactly what happened is the starters went into the third quarter. And, and again, I, I can see the merit for doing that, particularly to your point, Paul, to get him to reps and to get him more experience out there. But especially at that point when he's when you're going to have your first team going against the second team, I, I think that you're just opening up more. I, I think that the negatives outweigh the positives at that point. Put the first team out there, stick with your game plan, and make sure that you get everybody out. The, the most important thing to come out of preseason, just like every other year, is making sure you get out of there without any injuries. Well, I, I think you have to look at the opponent, too, that you're playing. You're playing a Cincinnati team that is pretty established. They they pretty much know yeah. who they're going to go well, they, with. They made the playoffs three consecutive years. Right. Very good defense. So out there. you're probably not going to see the, the starting years. defense very long in the Cincinnati game, which is the first game uh, or second game, I should say. Minnesota, you're probably going to see more of the defense, the starting defense, because Minnesota has a lot of decisions to make. Cleveland, I think, is in the same situation. They don't have a whole lot etched in stone, so they're going to take a pretty good look, and it is the third game, uh, the Cleveland game, so that's a game that, that you're going to see more of the veterans than any of the games as well. So I, I think you're going to see uh, a chance for Winston, if they leave him in, to play against some decent players, at least in the Minnesota game and the Cleveland game. Right, which if, 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 if they want him to be the starter, that's a good thing. Yeah. When do we pick our uh, wins and losses? Next week? Uh, this week? Uh, probably. Why don't we do it next week? Because uh, I'm going to be out the two weeks after that, the okay. 15th and 22nd. So uh, let's let's do it next week. Or we could do the 29th. Uh, I'll be back one week before the regular season actually gets underway. I think it'd be good to do it before even preseason camp. Just kind of. Mm. Uh, see what's happening, and then maybe we do it again. See if we've changed our changed our views. Why don't we do that? Why don't we pick next week? We'll we'll pick uh, where we see this team right. going, uh, their their final record for 2015, and then we have the option on August 29th after the preseason is what two uh, see if we've three changed weeks any, in anything significantly, and see if we still feel that the record is the same. We don't have to go through each team individually again, but. We can just give our record for the for the team. Anybody pick two and fourteen last year? No, no. no. Anybody I close? Pick, I, pick I think six John and 10. was the the six uh, and least 10. optimistic at six and ten, and that's four games over what they did. So uh, we'll we'll see where we pick. This well, there are a lot of people listening to my picks this year. 
<laughs> Bonnie is with us next. Hello, Bonnie. You're on the home team. Hello, Mr. Paul. Hello, Hello Bonnie. Guys. Hello there. Hey, I'm going to I'm going to switch over for just a minute. It's back to baseball. Sure. That's what I'm talking Big, about, Bonnie. And I I don't miss a game. But listen, now you you know you're trying to figure out how to get more people into that stadium. Uh I know when they were on the road there was 26,000, 34,000 and everything and and the the Rays bring only in about 12 or 15. Would you know the the, the audience is is crazy. Sometimes we like freebies would it ha- help to give away five hundred dollar bills at the at the uh, at every game i mean that five hundred dollars is nothing to to the team owners and would that help to draw in people do you think well I, the only thing there bonnie i i think it would be kind of humiliating uh for a team and for ownership to have to do that i, I mean that would that would be the talk around uh, uh, all the sports shows that. that wow, you know, this team, uh, in order to try to draw more fans, they Remember were giving they had away. Bingo? Yeah, they, they had bingo for a while that yeah. they played in between innings. <laughs> yeah, but this would be worse if you if you start having to actually give away money to bring people in. Uh, that that would not look good. Well, techni- yeah. technically, they do with the fifty-fifty. You get to come in and you buy. You a, to, that's a gamble, well, you buy a couple dollar ticket. It's a dollar ticket. Yeah. And uh, you know there were people at the Stanley Cup game winning thirty and forty thousand dollars. So mm-hmm. they do give it away with a chance, but the tickets are one dollar a ticket. Ah. Uh, they do it at the race at the race game as well. Do the fifty. But a fifty fifty drawing isn't going to increase attendance. I mean, people aren't going to go. Hey, and let's I, go to the Rays game yeah. tonight so I can play the fifty-fifty. I know as much as I like Bonnie calling in, I don't think five one hundred dollar bills will do it either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Second question. Now I have been on a tour of of the Trop, and I we even they even took us into the broadcasting. Uh, Did you uh, get to go on the there. walkway? Yeah. yeah. No, no, I didn't see that. Oh, no. that's the uh, highlight. you got to do that. Last anyway. year, yeah, that was just before they built that. But anyway, uh, well, I was sitting in the broadcasting. But I've often wondered, how do the broadcasters know if the pitcher throws a slide ball, a fastball, uh, whatever kind of ball? How, how do they know that? Because they're up. They, they, they look at they look at the TV monitor, Bonnie. They, they've got it on the the TV up there, so they can see from from that angle, you know, like like what the audience sees, and uh, that's how they can recognize what type of pitch it is. Yeah, but even if you're in the in the stands, you can't see what how what kind of a ball. I mean, my no, they they are they are baseball. Yeah, they're baseball experts. You can tell by the the arm motion, by the break of the ball, by the, the a lot of things. You can tell what they're throwing. The, those is guys that know. Right? That's their professional. Paul well, can tell inflictions in voice and tones and volume and and things when he. That's his specialty as a as an announcer. Uh, Jason knows how much guava to put in a guava turnover. Not turnover. always. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> so that's their expertise, and and uh, they know uh, exactly what pitches are thrown. And they may be off. It may be a fastball or a sinker or something, but they can pretty much tell by the movement of the ball. You know, Bonnie that. raises an interesting question, and I and I have to say, Bonnie, I. I have thought that myself when I'll hear these guys, well, a two-finger fastball there, or a, <laughs> a three-finger slider, and I'm thinking, yeah. how in the world did they know that that was a slider and not a fastball? That's right. right. Because, you know, it's pretty similar. But you have to remember the, the guys that are on TV and, and on the radio. There are a lot of more former players. A lot of former players, plus they've oh, yeah. seen 162 games a year for who knows how many years. Plus training camp. <laughs> or plus spring training, training camp. I mean. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. They've, uh, they've seen a lot of this, and they've. 
But I don't know if they call every pitch correct. I mean, yeah. it's not, uh, well, that was a two-seam uh, fastball there, or that was a, a, a overhanded slider. Uh, I don't know if it's exact, but but I think the fans like to know that, and they like to know the, that. I will say this much. The, the Rays have maybe the two best commentators in the game calling their games between uh, Dwayne Stats and Brian Anderson. Oh, and yeah. I, I, think, I love those I, guys. I, I love their job. voices. They're, they're great. They're better than any other games that I listen to. Mm, all right. Very Especially good. Brian. Yeah, he's got a great, great voice. Mm-hmm. Well, we got to hope for the Braves. I mean, God, I'm Well, hope for the best, I, Bonnie. I mean, if they get, now they lost the first one in the Boston series. So now take, take, take the next two. Take two out of three. Uh, they took two out of three with Detroit. They just they need to go on a major win streak uh, no. you know, to get back. You remember what run. we said, though, Jason, that once August gets here and football starts, yeah. if they're yeah. not – Right in the thick of things. They're going to be forgotten. They're going to yep. be forgotten. Yeah. And I yeah. think we're, I here we are, that. August 1st, training camp starts in a little over two hours. And uh, people aren't thinking about the Rays. They're no. thinking about Jameis Winston and the Bucks. Mm-hmm. And they were so hot in, in April, May. You know, they, yeah. they, all they, got off they started going downhill again. Mm-hmm. And crying out loud. Yeah. And I love those guys. And oh, geez, it, It's a cabal, Bonnie. That's what it is. It's a cabal. Miss Jean still thinks uh, Kevin Kiermaier is pretty hot. Oh well, so yeah, a lot of he hasn't been doing so well the last couple of games. He's kind of he hasn't. Well, yeah, he has gotten to second base all the time, but uh, he's kind of faded out a little bit. Maybe they. Get I think he gets to second base and, and beyond more often than not. But that's just between you and I. Is that a double entendre? Okay, okay, guys. Well, I listen to you every Saturday and uh, keep up the good work. Thank you, Bonnie. Thank you, we Bonnie. appreciate it. We're going to take a break, and then we'll That's come another, back. We're going to have to look up that word, too. What did a he say? Double entendre? And, oh, and that one oh, I have one heard. I've heard, I, I've heard of that. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. Okay. I have heard The cabal, I never heard The cabal, I did not yeah. I, I've heard it putting in the kibosh on someone. I've heard of cabal, that, too. Yeah. yeah. But, John, you you knew what a cabal was, huh? Yes, I did. I play a lot of words with friends. Not Kabul. No. I was in Kabul, which yeah. I, we should have gotten a drum roll on that because it was close enough because sometimes people call it Kabul. Now, I have to ask you. I can't talk about it. No, I know that. Neither confirm nor deny. No, all I, all I want to <laughs> ask you is, is it possible Get that the there's, there's any cabals in Kabul? The, I, yeah, I told you. It's entirely <laughs> likely there's all sorts of cabals in Kabul. That's uh, correct. Yeah. There is. And there's some tomatoes and tomato. We're going to take a break. Ace is ready for a break. He's shaking his head. He's ready, he's ready to throw the tomatoes at you. He's generally disgusted by this whole line of inquiry. I think he is, yeah. Is that true, Ace? Are you generally yeah, disgusted? Yeah, listen, uh, from what you said earlier, and you're looking at me expecting one of those little rim shots, I was not going to give it to you. <laughs> I was not going to give it to you for that joke earlier. I'm absolutely not giving it to you. All right. When we come back, we'll talk about what has to happen for the Storm to make the playoffs. Do we have to? For 10 seconds. More of the home team coming up on AM860. The answer News, insight, passion. AM860, the answer. There's some exciting news from Shoot Straight. You can now buy firearms online. That's right, just visit shoot-straight.com and you can choose from a wide selection of firearms perfect for your needs. Of course, there are two locations on US 301 south of MLK in Tampa and Almerton Road just east of 49th Street in Clearwater are always happy to supply all of your needs as well. And they feature air-conditioned indoor shooting ranges and a wide selection of all your firearms and accessories. Visit shoot-straight.com. That's shoot-straight.com. This is attorney Mike Larinaga. I've been practicing law since 1987, focusing in the areas of personal injury and wrongful death. 
I handle everything from auto, motorcycle, and boating accidents to slip and fall cases. I'm the former assistant city attorney for the city of Tampa and the former attorney for the Tampa Police Department. I'm a Martindale Hubble AV rated attorney born and raised right here in Tampa. I would welcome the opportunity to meet with you about your case. I can offer you the care and professional attention that you deserve. Please visit my website at mikesmylawyer.com. That's mikesmylawyer.com. If you've been involved in an automobile accident or are dealing with a wrongful death situation, I am here for you. Call me at 813-899-2000. That's 813-899-2000. I'm Mike Larinaga, Offices, Tampa. This is Paul Porter with the latest from the Feather Sound Golf and Country Club. Playing conditions are continually improving, not just the aesthetics, but the actual playability. They've opened a brand new state-of-the-art concession stand with access from the golf course, pool, or clubhouse. They have one of the best practice facilities in Tampa Bay. More than 35 golfers have become members in the last month, including several front office executives and athletes from our local sports teams. They've just won the bid to host the qualifier for the Florida Open. But here's the best part. The price of the initiation fee has been reduced by 75%. You'll enjoy the great camaraderie among members, and there are also member only events each month. It's a great place to entertain, host corporate events, or hang out with friends for lunch or dinner. You can arrange a free no-obligation tour of the Feather Sound Golf and Country Club just off Armerton Road and the Howard Franklin Bridge by calling Tamara at 727-573-5666. News, insight, passion. AM 860, The Answer. This is Paul Porter. You know, there was a day when taking your car in for service meant just that. They served you. Well, things have certainly changed over the years. Nowadays, when you take your car in, you feel like a number and just hope and pray you won't get ripped off. I'm happy to tell you there's a place where they still do things the old-fashioned way. They don't fix something that doesn't need fixing. And if it does, they give you options and a fair price on the work. place I'm talking about is Mahoney's Auto, 4040 54th Avenue North in St. Petersburg. I've been endorsing LZ Mahoney on the home team for more than 15 years. Wouldn't it be nice to know there's a place you can take your car when it needs repairs, where you're dealing with an honest Christian man that'll treat you fairly and with the highest integrity? Take it from me. The next time your car is in need of repair, try Mahoney's Auto at 4040 54th Avenue North in St. Petersburg. They'll even take you home or work while your car is being worked on. That's Mahoney's Auto, 4040 54th Avenue North in St. Petersburg. The Mike Gallagher Show. Jonah Goldberg, our pal over at National Review, writes the Donald is a bad deal for the GOP. I don't know what it is that make them think they know better than the American vote. Why don't we respect the voters and let them decide? Weekday mornings at 9 on AM 860. The Answer. Burger Monger is happy to announce its fifth Tampa Bay restaurant and first in South Tampa is now open at 3838 West Neptune at the corner of Southdale Mabry Highway. All of your favorite Burger Monger sandwiches and other delicacies have come to South Tampa at 3838 West Neptune at the corner of Southdale Mabry. See why Burger Monger has been voted the best burger in the Bay. Now open in South Tampa at 3838 West Neptune at the intersection of Southdale Mabry Highway. 
We're very happy to have with us on the home team this morning, Daryl Schwabe. You hear him from time to time filling in when various hosts are out. And, uh, Daryl, we appreciate you doing that. He is with the Schwabe Benefits Group. And, uh, Daryl, welcome uh, back to the home team. Paul, thank you very much. It's always a pleasure to be here with you. Well, we appreciate you taking time to join us this morning. Uh, Give us a thumbnail sketch, if you will, of what exactly Schwabe Benefits Group is. Well, Paul, Schwabe Benefits Group is an employee benefit insurance agency that specializes in maximizing our clients' insurance value while mitigating their insurance and financial risk. We uh, take a lot of pride in optimizing the modernization of the health care system. And the health care system seems like it's always changing. There's always things you need to know about. Yeah, there's no doubt about it, Paul. Actually, in the last five years, there's been some dramatic changes in the health care industry. The... Affordable Care Act has had a significant impact on how employers provide coverage to their employees, the affordability for the employer, the affordability for the employees, and it's very important for employers to have a quality partner, and uh, we enjoy engaging our our customers in a customer-centric focus. Tell us a little bit about the insurance that you do provide. What, What type of product do you have for our listeners? With regard to our services, we specialize in employee plan benefit management. We provide that for the employer and the employee. We provide employee claim advocacy. We provide key executive life insurance, workers' compensation claim management, and provide PEO, professional employer organization opportunities that provide Master Health Plan Affordable Care Act compliant services. Who would be an ideal candidate to be a client of Schwabe Benefits Group? Paul, that's a great question. We uh, we do business with a variety of employers with a variety of size. We're we're real proud to be serving over fifty, having fifty years of service throughout the Southeast United States and throughout the Sunshine State, and we we really focus on employers with twenty to five hundred employees. So regardless of whether you have a small company of 20 employees or a large company with 500 or so, you can help them out. Uh, What is the best way to get more information? How can they get in touch with you to learn more about how Schwabi could possibly work for them? Well, I'd be happy to talk to any of our listeners on a personal basis. They can can ring my office at area code 813-689-2058. Any of our listeners outside the local area can call in on 1-800-875-2058, and I would be happy to answer any emails. And my email is Daryl, D-A-R-R-E-L-L, at schwabbybenefitsgroup.com. And how is that Schwabby spelled, just in case people need to know? Paul, I'm glad you asked. That's (laughs) S-C-H-W-A-B-E. All right. Now, if people want to do some comparative shopping and and maybe take a look at what they have and have you look at that, uh, see if you can get them something better, they can do that as well. Paul, I'm glad you asked that as well. We we are happy to provide a no-obligation comparative market analysis. What we'll do is gather the specific information on the current coverages that are in place, and we will do a data analytics on the current plans, shop the entire marketplace, do an entire market analysis, and we will make recommendations on how we can 
potentially modify the benefit structure to maximize the value of the plan for the employer and their employees. In addition to everything you've heard over the past four minutes, I can also say that Daryl is a huge sports fan. He loves our home teams, and that's why he likes to be on the home team and talk about them. And that's important, I think, if you have that common interest, that common thread, whether it be sports or whatever, you've got something in common with our listeners, that's for sure. Yeah, there's no doubt about it, Paul. I know we share the same passion. I'm a huge fan of yours. I'm a huge fan of all of our local teams, the home team radio station, 860 AM, and a big supporter of the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And don't forget the Rays as well. And I'm very sorry to forget the Rays, and I, I didn't want to do that. They I'm get left fan, out of so I'm many I'm a big things. fan of the Tampa Bay Rays as well. All right. Well, Daryl, thank you so much for your support of the home team. I uh, love having you on the air on a regular basis, and we look forward to the next time we get to chat some more. Paul, thank you, and thoroughly enjoy your company as well. That's Daryl Schwabe of Schwabe Benefits Group. More of the home team coming up here on AM860, The Answer. There you go, and always good to hear from Daryl Schwabe. He's uh, one of our designated fill-ins when John or Jason or myself are taking some time off, and uh, uh, I'm going to be taking some time off in a couple of weeks. I'm looking forward to that. Yes. A little vacation coming in before nice. the, the busy season starts. Uh, but uh, uh, we'll have uh, some Good conversation, even while I'm gone. So don't we won't miss a beat. Now Jason knows just about everything as far as different formulas and combinations and what has to happen and all that. But Jason, do you happen to know what has to happen for the Tampa Bay Storm to make the playoffs? No, but g- given what their record is, I don't even think they should be in playoff contention. <laughs> You're dodging the question. Uh, the answer is no. Okay. No, I don't. All right. no, okay. Uh, Ace, do you happen to know what the Storm have to do? Absolutely not. Uh, I'm not even going to bother with John because I know he doesn't even care. Right. <laughs> but uh, Mr. Weaver, uh, it would be a cabal for them uh, to make the playoffs, but uh, do you happen to know what scenario has to happen for the Storm to make the playoffs? Well, given that like 75% of the Arena League teams make the playoffs anyway, does <laughs> it have uh, really much more to do with just showing up? <laughs> In other words, you don't know either, right? Well, Something like that. Okay, all right. Okay. Can't really say with ontological certitude. All right. Well, I don't either. No, I, I actually do know the uh, – <laughs> wasn't that fun. I go all the way around the room and then yeah, not give the answer. The Storm would make the playoffs if they win their last two games. Are you okay. listening, John? I am. All right. Just there's on a quiz bated, after, with bated breath. There's a quiz afterwards. Yeah, okay. So I want to make I sure. I got it. Okay. The Storm have to win their last two games – Starting tonight against the Los Angeles Kiss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the team yes. named after the Rockets. Yeah, after yeah, after Band Kiss. Yeah. They have Simmons to win tonight at, at Amelie Arena. And then they have to win next Saturday in Orlando. Okay. okay. That, that's the first part of the yes. scenario. The second part is the Cleveland Gladiators have to lose tonight at home against Spokane. Mm-hmm. And they also have to lose their final game. I'm not even sure who they're playing. Okay, in the so final yeah, so game, but Storm win win two, Cleveland lose two. Yeah, that's that's what it has to happen in order for the Storm to make the playoffs. Okay, so you feel better now? You know, I got that information. Well, I feel the same. I, I mean, teams it's one have way to way. win and teams have to lose. You still have to take care of business. <laughs> Yeah, but there's a certain serendipity to knowing exactly how that's all going to work out. Yeah, right? I, I and I'm all about serendipity. I could not have gotten through right. my Saturday without knowing that. Yeah, well, that's you. You learn something. See how much you've learned. That you've uh, learned. I think you've learned cabal. Uh, 
you've learned yeah. the scenario for the storm to make the playoffs? Well, I remember when the storm were, were on uh, WTOG 44 when they were first starting. I used to like watching their games there. I can't Tim watch Markham. the games. Tim Markham was no, great no, no, to no, watch. No, no, no. When they first started, Fran Kersey was oh, the head coach. Tim well, Fran Kersey was the coach the first year. I don't remember who took over the next year because he, he, he re- retired right after they won the championship uh, in in the first year, 90, the 91 season. You know um, you know but, what was the downfall of the storm, though? When they, and they uh, haven't really been good ever what was, since. What was that? They got decent. What's the player's name? No, it's not a player. Mm. It's a media person. Um, I'm a bit confused. Well, that's the idea. Okay. Yeah. You know Mike Deason, Joe? Um, <clears throat> um, no. I think I stumped Joe. All right. Deason? Oh, it's decent, not really all that decent? hard to do, really. I thought you said decent, like D-E-C-E-N-T. D-E-S-O-N. Oh, yeah, I've heard of him. Oh, okay. Mike Deason, and I know Mike Deason. He's a reporter with Channel 10. Okay. Okay. He did a story on Tim Markham. Well, I remember that, yeah. Okay. And they drove Tim Markham out of town. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was all kinds of things found on his computer yes, and yes, all that. Yes, yes, I remember the story when that came out. They drove yep. Tim Markham out of town, mm-hmm. and the storm never were good again. But the league also had problems, too. The league was going under. I think they took a t- time off. So, I mean, when the team came back, they, were, they weren't even the same team. Well, they, right? they were pretty much – they weren't the same team because all of Markham's players left when, when Markham left. Mm-hmm. And they just have never been good ever since then. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, you know, a lot of people talk about the Doug Williams curse with the Bucks. you know, when, when the Bucks were so bad after right. Doug Williams. <laughs> well, a lot of people think that's the case with the Storm. And okay. even with somebody like Derek Brooks, you would think somebody like that could come in and really turn this thing around. Even Derek Brooks has not been able to turn around yeah. the Tampa Bay Storm. Who's the head coach now? Um, the wide receiver. Yeah, Lawrence Samuels. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Very good, John. Thank you. Yeah, very good. Okay. All right. So, I had his name too. Yeah, but you caught it. Yeah. So good. All right. Very good. Let you know. Let's go back to the phone line, shall we? Uh, Anthony is with us next. Hello, Anthony. You're on the home team. Good afternoon, fellows. Good afternoon. Uh, good afternoon, Anthony. Yeah. Let me first say I'm glad I was. I grew up in the Northeast, where uh, didn't need much enticement or any enticement to become a fan of any sport, uh, let alone hockey and baseball. Uh, it seems to be the uh, the trend down here. First, somewhat with the uh, the rowdies, and then uh, with the uh, the lightning, where they were giving away things pre-game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm glad that Vinick, uh, Mr. Vinick, uh, drew a line on that because uh, you and the, the, the previous caller uh, bringing up the uh, the amount of money giving to entice people somewhat to come to the games. It's it, it's a game you love. Or you don't love. Right. I think that's what the problem is with the raise. That I'm going to go as far as saying the ten thousand that show up. Those are people who love the team, who love the sport, who grew up around mm-hmm. it. The same thing with the Lightning. You know, when Phil Esposito took that that move uh, to bring a team down here, when people were actually saying yeah, it's impossible, it's not going to draw anybody. And lo and behold, you had uh, transplants from Northeast and other areas uh, in Canada. Who got and fell in love with the team? Unfortunately, I wasn't a Lightning fan at that time, but uh, I'm glad that did that uh, Esposito did take that that brave move to uh, to establish a team down here because uh, it's it's filling the gap for sports fans that 
are not necessarily up in the Northeast any longer, who've pretty much given mm-hmm. allegiance to the team. And I think that's the problem with the Rays. I think there's not enough uh, fans who are weather, or we- willing to weather the storm uh, season in, season out with the team. And I think uh, it's just a shame. I, it's just, John, what I do you think about that? He, he, are there just not enough fans of baseball not in this Not in market? this target market. And I don't even think if they move it to Hillsborough or, or anywhere along the line. You may gain several thousand fans, but that's going to be it, and it's still mm-hmm. not enough. I just, as mm-hmm. much as I love baseball, as much as I want them here, as much as I enjoy the game, uh, I just don't think we're a baseball. Market. Did baseball make a mistake? And, I, and we heard this that well, look at how well they draw during spring training. It's hard mm-hmm. to get a spring training ticket, and right. the stands are packed and all that. But if you go to a spring training game, and John, you go to a, a ton of uh, spring training games. Uh, you find people there from Michigan, from Ohio, from Pennsylvania, from New York. They're people down on vacation, or they're people that are just here for a, a few months during the winter. They're not here during the summertime. How many locals, John, are, are at spring training games with our Tampa Bay year-round residents? If you're talking about at Steinbrenner Field for That's team, probably the most, yeah, I would say. Uh, you know, a lot of these I would say 75% are vacationing uh, fans. I would mm-hmm. say that number's probably accurate. Uh, I know a lot of season ticket holders that don't live here. They're just down for that month uh, from New York. And not a lot, dozen people that I just I know. Um, so to say spring training works, so then a major league team there will work maybe, is may, not a good Maybe because also were a lot of big baseball people that came from this area. So maybe they associated yeah. that and said, well, it must be a good baseball market if you have so many, have so many players and then later area. managers who mm-hmm. were from that area. They could assume that as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, one guy that stood out in the media, he was being interviewed. It was a fan, a new fan for the Lightning when they were making a run uh, this, this year. He was interviewed, and he admitted that he he had never been to a hockey game before, but he came, and he loved it, and he's going to be a permanent fan. That's what I love to see. Fans who who come alive with the sport, no hoopla, no kabuki makeup, no flashing uh, helmets on their heads. That's another word. Down-to-earth people who are drawn to the game and are going to be long-life fans, those are the ones who are going to keep the sport alive. Uh, Others who are just kind of – Looking at it as a fad, uh, they're going to be coming in when the season opens, and if the team's doing good at the tail end, like it was the previous years, uh, they'll they'll go for the sake of being seen there and just catching the atmosphere. But uh, those are not true fans. Yeah, Anthony, I just think with baseball, you know, hockey is is a fast paced, exciting sport to be at. I just baseball is not that kind of sport. It just is a slower moving game. It's a type of game that I, that I think it doesn't create as much excitement uh, as some of the other sports do. And I think, therefore, most people would just say, you know, if I'm going to watch a baseball game, I prefer to do it in the comfort of my own home as opposed to actually going out there to the stadium. Another thing I, I think that will keep hockey popular in this area, there are a number of women that go to hockey games. The, the women love hockey. And – Number one, many women make decisions on how the entertainment dollar is spent in the family so that they are going to continue to buy the tickets. And uh, number two, the guys know, hey, you want to go and and maybe meet a, a, a young lady there at the game? 
there's a good chance of that if you go to a hockey game. Well, not, not quite as much at yeah, a baseball game. And I don't know if Joe can do this research or not while he's back there, but if I'm not mistaken, over 43% of fan base for hockey is female, mm-hmm. which is the largest of any sport. Mm-hmm. Um, Let me do a little research on it. How about that, Joe? Thank you, sir. Well, here's, a, here's an issue. Uh, Jason was alluding to the game being fast. I think it's up to the league to get the baseball players to up, the, uh, to up it up a little bit more. If you see guys like uh, – uh, Dustin Pedroia, uh, uh, Big Poppy, uh, even the Yankees, it's always this uh, rearranging the glove. But, even Derek Jeter was what we were Yeah, but, that. but even and Anthony, and uh, I, they, they could do something like that. But I, but the baseball, there, there's not the constant flow of action. There's always mm-hmm. those pauses. There's a pitch, then let's pause and wait. There's a pitch, uh, let's well, pause then, and then, wait. Can we go back to uh, are you a fan of the team from the start? I mean, that's just where it it's cuts a great the line. Sport. You know, you either yeah. love the game and you endure it, and you live and you sit through it. Various innings. Uh, that's the whole. Uh, that's the whole draw yeah. of the game. Well, we got to hit a break, okay. Anthony. Uh, we, we appreciate it. Thanks so right, much. Guys, Thanks, care, appreciate Anthony. you joining Thank us. Thank you. Uh, just uh, and John, I know you're a baseball purist, and this it won't sit well with you. But just think of the fun it would be. <laughs> Just let your imagination run wild here. Just think of the fun it would be if a pitcher could pitch at any time. Mm. That whenever he decided to throw the ball, the batter better be ready. Oh, I think that would be fun. Wouldn't that? I it mean, would. yeah. If he steps out of the box, pitcher can throw it. I mean, if he's in the box and not looking, not the pitcher way, can throw it. That's not the way baseball has been played. Would it be more fun? Sure. I mean, I mean, mm-hmm. it'd, it'd be more fun if there were cont. You know what? It'd be more fun though if, if the if the uh, infielders could go tackle the guy or nail the guy as he's trying to get to the base. <laughs> oh, you want to get through me? Well, here I'm going to nail you. You're not going to get past me at all. That would be more fun yeah, too. Yeah, and that'd be like football saying, okay, you can lateral either way, or you can uh, offensive guys can no, tackle. No, it would be not I mean, part of the rules, but see. Yeah, but, but so see, you're talking about changing the rules that significantly. Yeah, because baseball's yeah, maybe boring. baseball needs to yeah. change the rules yeah. significantly. More of the home team coming up on AM860. The answer. News, insight, passion. AM860, the answer. There's no place like this place anywhere near this place, so this must be the place. That's what they've been saying about the Palm Pavilion since 1926. The Palm Pavilion on the north end of the sparkling beach is a Clearwater Beach landmark. Situated directly on the beach overlooking the Gulf of Mexico, the Palm Pavilion is the place to order cool tropical drinks and watch spectacular sunsets. Tempt your taste buds with perfect pasta, sizzling steaks, chicken or seafood wraps, shrimp and crab chowder. Come for a day or stay for the night. A casual atmosphere featuring live entertainment on the deck. The Palm Pavilion Inn and Beachside Grill and Bar on sparkling Clearwater Beach. Visit them on the web at palmpavilion.com, or better yet, visit in person, 10 Bay Esplanade on the north end of Clearwater Beach. The Palm Pavilion Inn and Beachside Grill. If you have money in pre-tax accounts like IRAs, 401Ks, deferred comp plans, or pension plans, then you have a tax time bomb, and Uncle Sam's name is on all your accounts. How can you get this money out and pay the least amount of taxes? Visit MaggieTax.com to schedule an appointment and learn about a strategy that the government absolutely encourages. In fact, they use it. Stop funding Uncle Sam's retirement and get a plan that has tax-free growth, tax-free income, and is tax-free when you die. Visit MaggieTax.com today to schedule an appointment and get a free report on the future of U.S. taxation. MaggieTax.com. 
You've probably heard about the beautiful track at West Chase Golf Club, but here's something you may not know. West Chase Golf Club is open to the public. That's right, it looks and feels like a private course, but it's open to the public. West Chase features a championship 18-hole par 72 course where you'll encounter all that nature has to offer. Birds, deer, and gators are frequent visitors. They offer full dining, a pro shop, and easy access just off the veterans just northwest of the airport. Check out westchasegc.com for tea times and group outings or call 813-854-2331. West Chase Golf Club, it's not private, it just feels that way. Are you looking for a mortgage expert you can trust? I hope you'll consider the official mortgage broker of the home team, Jamie Brown of New American Mortgage. Jamie's been helping home team listeners for over three years with everything from first mortgages for first-time home buyers to refinance loans to get you out from under that high interest rate. Interest rates are in the mid-threes right now, lower than they've been in a long time. What does that mean for you? You could buy a $150,000 home totally financed for a house payment well under a thousand dollars a month probably much less than you're paying for rent right now maybe you want to renovate or do some work around your home jamie can do that for you as well and keep everything in one loan there's never any cost or obligation and home team listeners can call jamie right now at 727-637-2341 it's his cell phone so even though it's saturday you can reach him right now call jamie brown of new american mortgage the official mortgage broker of the home team 727-637-2341 This is attorney Mike Larinaga. I've been practicing law since 1987, focusing in the areas of personal injury and wrongful death. I handle everything from auto, motorcycle, and boating accidents to slip and fall cases. I'm the former assistant city attorney for the city of Tampa and the former attorney for the Tampa Police Department. I'm a Martindale Hubble AV rated attorney, born and raised right here in Tampa. I would welcome the opportunity to meet with you about your case. I can offer you the care and professional attention that you deserve. Please visit my website at mikesmylawyer.com. That's mikesmylawyer.com. If you've been involved in an automobile accident or are dealing with a wrongful death situation, I am here for you. Call me at 813-899-2000. That's 813-899-2000. I'm Mike Larinaga, Offices, Tampa. This is Paul Porter. Are you looking for some affordable family fun? Check out Dollar Tuesdays and exciting Florida State League Baseball with the Clearwater Threshers presented by Regions Bank. Tickets and all your favorite concessions like hot dogs, beer, and soft drinks, popcorn, and peanuts are just a dollar. It's happening at every Tuesday Clearwater Thresher home game at Wright House Field on US-19 in Clearwater. See you at the ballpark for Dollar Tuesdays. We welcome you back to the home team on AM860, The Answer. Let's get right back to the phone lines. Uh, Rob is with us next. Hello, Rob. You're on the home team. Hey, Paul. Great show today. Thank you. Um, You're welcome. I just want to ask you guys what you guys think about... uh, a-Rod and the Yankees this year. I think they're going to take the AL East. Mm. You got any great giveaways today, Paul? Yeah, we got four tickets for you, Rob, to see uh, the Clearwater Threshers. So congratulations. I have, no of, I have no way of getting over to Tampa. Ah, well, it's in Clearwater. No, it's in Clearwater. You're yeah, good. Yeah, we, we can put them in the mail to you. Okay, that sounds good. Will you go? Uh, what day would it be? Can it be like for Friday or Saturday game, maybe? Uh, they're actually for Thursday night. Oh. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't be able to go on a Thursday. Oh, you can't go on a Thursday? No. Oh. All right. Well, that's the prize we had. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. 
All right. Okay, great show today, Paul. Okay, okay thanks. That was riveting. <laughs> I'm, speech, uh, I'm speechless. <laughs> and that's saying something. Yeah. Let's uh, continue along. Uh, Tony is with us next. Hello, Tony. Wouldn't you love to be Tony's neighbor? You're sitting there enjoying your lunch and all of a sudden. Hey, what Tony, oh. what if he lived in your 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 uh, the condominium? Oh, that'd be they... fun. Yeah, I, I might get him there for a guest appearance. How you doing, Tony? I don't know. Could be better. Ah, I'm sorry to hear that. What's the matter? I don't know. I lost the talent show. You lost the talent show? Yeah, last Saturday. Ah, the, were you on America's the, Got Talent? No, at the at the penthouse club. Oh, okay. Oh. All right. Yeah, I came in fourth. Came in fourth. Yeah, practice makes perfect, Tony. Don't don't get down on yourself. Just keep practicing. Were there more than four people in the contest? Uh, it was like almost 12 or so. Oh, well, you finished in the top third. That's then. not were bad the, at were all. The, were number one, two, and three female? Well, no, the hula hoop girl was female. Cool. That's who won. Ah, okay. Oh, I guess, yeah. So you got beat by a hula, hula hoop girl. girl. Well, no, no yeah, shame in yeah, that. Over, over, over something like this. Yeah, well... I'm just going to go out on the limb, Tony, and I, I'm going to guess that she may have had better moves than you. Yeah, but I don't know. Now, you had better... some pretty good moves at our Christmas party. Yeah, I got better style. She might yeah. have better moves. Yeah. All right. So, well, you know, different. fourth is nothing to be ashamed no, of. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, just keep at it and, uh, you know. Fourth you know, out of 12. Hey, Tony, Jason's got some big news for you as far as boxing goes. Wait, wait, goes. no. I think, well, this year I, I might, I'm going to bring the electric to the Christmas party. Ah, there you yeah, go. Oh, oh, we'll be rocking yeah, this they'll year. They'll be able to hear you all the I'm way over the, the west off. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. I don't like it loud. See, that's the thing. Everybody thinks I'm, no, I like, I like a good sound, not loud. Right. That's what I like. Well, Jason, give him your boxing news. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tony, uh, tonight, uh, Danny Garcia versus uh, Pauly Malinaji on uh, ESPN, 9 o'clock. You want to watch? Okay. Um, ESPN, one or two or three or No, no, the first, no, irregular ESPN. Regular ESPN, 9 o'clock. It's uh, part of the Boxing Premier Champion Series. Uh, Garcia's a champion, undefeated welterweight division, uh, fighting Pauly Malinaji, former champion. Now, here's what we have for you, Tony. Uh... We have dinner for two at the Palm Pavilion on Clearwater Beach if you can spell Malinaji. All right. If I can spell Malinaji. Malinaji is his name. I've got, I'm looking at it right here, so I've got the spelling. All right, go ahead. Take it away. Spell Malinaji. Well, let me get one more hold the phone close to the ear. One more time pronunciation. M- Malinaji. Malinaji. Okay, and use it in a sentence. Malinaji is fighting Pauly tonight. Malinaji is fighting Danny Garcia tonight. Malinaji. Ma- Start spelling and quit stalling and looking it up on your smartphone. Can we, can yeah. we get a definition? I'm not. I'm holding a, a can of soda and a. And a well, well, start spelling. Right, we're, we're running out of time here. You got to. You okay, got to go take Malinaji a shot. Malinaji M. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Malinaji Ma- M. Ma- Malinaji. <laughs> M N. All right, go ahead. N A G 
No, no, I'm sorry. Uh, it's, right, it's, okay. it's, it's a complicated name. To We're going to hit I'm a break sorry, and more of the home team on AM860. The answer. In this moment, who has your back? Do you know the name of your insurance agent? Does your agent know your name? Or would you call a 1-800 number that connects you with who? Another state? Another country? Get a local independent insurance agent with Auto Owners Insurance. Someone you can call when bad stuff happens. In this moment, get an agent who will protect you in that moment. Vermost Insurance Agency is here to help you plan for that moment. Vermost Insurance Agency, your local independent insurance agency and Dave Ramsey's endorsed local provider for home and auto insurance. Call Vermost Insurance at 727-748-2886. That's 727-748-2886. Or go to our website, www.vermost.com. That's www.vermost.com. Vermost Insurance Agency, your protection and peace of mind is our only business. This is attorney Mike Larinaga. I've been practicing law since 1987, focusing in the areas of personal injury and wrongful death. I handle everything from auto, motorcycle, and boating accidents to slip and fall cases. I'm the former assistant city attorney for the city of Tampa and the former attorney for the Tampa Police Department. I'm a Martindale Hubble AV rated attorney, born and raised right here in Tampa. I would welcome the opportunity to meet with you about your case. I can offer you the care and professional attention that you deserve. Please visit my website at mikesmylawyer.com. That's mikesmylawyer.com. If you've been involved in an automobile accident or are dealing with a wrongful death situation, I am here for you. Call me at 813-899-2000. That's 813-899-2000. I'm Mike Larinaga, Offices Tampa. This is Paul Porter with the latest from the Feather Sound Golf and Country Club. Playing conditions are continually improving, not just the aesthetics, but the actual playability. They've opened a brand new state-of-the-art concession stand with access from the golf course, pool, or clubhouse. They have one of the best practice facilities in Tampa Bay. More than 35 golfers have become members in the last month, including several front office executives and athletes from our local sports teams. They've just won the bid to host the qualifier for the Florida Open. But here's the best part. The price of the initiation fee has been reduced by 75%. You'll enjoy the great camaraderie among members, and there are also member-owned only events each month. It's a great place to entertain, host corporate events, or hang out with friends for lunch or dinner. You can arrange a free no-obligation tour of the Feather Sound Golf and Country Club just off Armerton Road and the Howard Franklin Bridge by calling Tamara at 727-573-5666. Attention churchgoers, looking for a great place to eat right after church for you and your family? How about brunch with the Clearwater Threshers? Enjoy an all-you-can-eat delicious Sunday brunch from noon until 2 p.m. and then sit back and enjoy some great Florida State League baseball in air-conditioned comfort. What a great alternative to waiting in line at a crowded restaurant. The best part? Ticket to the game with brunch is just $15 per person in advance and $18 day of the game. Every Sunday home game at Bright House Field on US-19 in Clearwater. Brought to you by Bright House Networks. Visit threshersbaseball.com to get your tickets in advance. 
If you're in northern Pinellas or southern Pasco counties, there's a place you need to check out. It's Danny's Sports Grill at 3105 Grand Boulevard in Holiday. You'll find 40 TVs with the complete NFL, NHL, and MLB packages available for your viewing pleasure. Be sure and try Danny's famous chicken wings, burgers, or chicken tenders. There are pool tables, darts, pinball machines, and, of course, an outstanding happy hour from 3 to 6, Monday through Friday. We'll see you at Danny's Sports Grill, 3105 Grand Boulevard in Holiday. Kim was driving down the road right by the fourth hole. Someone yelled, Four! Golf ball hit her windshield. She wasn't worried. Her first thought was a new free windshield. And cash on the spot. She called 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS. If it's chipped or cracked, we'll buy it back. We turn your broken glass into cold hard cash. Auto glass, America. One, two, three. Does this sound like you? Yeah, I know. It was me, too, until I found my pillow. Now, instead of counting sheep waiting to get to sleep, I just put my head down on the pillow from my pillow and, ah, totally comfortable and asleep in no time. No more counting sheep for me. My pillow's patented three-piece interlocking fill gently cradles my head and neck. It's supportive and maintains its shape, all while being totally machine washable and dryable. If this is you, one, two, three, you need to do what I did and order your pillow from my pillow. Just call 1-800-875-1996. That's 1-800-875-1996 and use my code word SHEEP. You'll get a special discount and won't be counting sheep anymore. It comes with a 60-night money-back guarantee and has a 10-year warranty. Call 1-800-875-1996 and use the code word SHEEP or visit MyPillow.com. Welcome back to the home team. Earlier today, John Vicek asked a question about uh, what sport or what's the, uh, the popularity of hockey amongst women. And Joe Weaver has done some research. What did you find, Joe? Well, this is according to The Atlantic. This is uh, from January of 2014, the latest year for which data is available. And it skews 68-32. Now, what's interesting about this is what do you think is the most popular sport for females to watch? Hmm. Uh, I'm going to say boxing. John? Hockey. Paul? Hockey, I, I would say uh, basketball. Hockey beats basketball, baseball, and football, but the most watched female sport, NASCAR. Really? Interesting. And the second is NCAA tournament basketball. So this is an interesting study. I would, I would not yeah. have guessed that. Me neither. I admit that. Very interesting. Yes. Well, thanks to everyone for joining us today on the home team. We'll be back again next Saturday at 11 o'clock. And don't forget, Storm need to win tonight. And who has to lose? Cleveland. There you go. Gladiators. Go Storm. More of the home team next Saturday on AM860. The answer. News, insight, passion. AM860, The Answer. WGUL, Dunedin. Online at AM860, The Answer.